<laughs> As my father used to say to me about, like, when he would see me drink a glass of wild turkey, he'd go, you know, you only get so many chips on that. Yeah. And mm, that's chips. my attitude. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like you live <laughs> as long as you're supposed to live. So fuck it. Like, make sure you've lived a life where somebody reads a really good speech at your funeral. I don't care what your fucking age is. Tell me when we're rolling. Rolling? Just one more lap dance I'll be leaving Just one more whiskey I'll stop weaving Just one more line and I'll be a new, new man just one more hit and I'll tell you my master plan. Where's safe? Where's familiar? Where can I smoke? Take on, go to mum's, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! It is vital that you stay in your homes, make no attempt to reach loved ones, and avoid all physical contact with the assailants. You believe everything you hear on TV? the break we're going to interview eric weihenmayer who climbed the highest mountain in the world mount everest but he's gay i mean he's gay excuse me he's blind hey keep you a pirate man that would explain everything until sweat drops down my balls oh these bitches crawl oh ski ski motherfucker Unconscious chanting. You're chanting. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Look out ahead. There's a truck changing lanes. You've got some yellow crumbs on your upper lip. And those warts on your dick aren't gonna go away. Unless you start using topical cream every day. Are you a Hawaii scumbag? Do you chug energy drinks in Arizona? Suzuki Samurai. Ninja name? Garbage cat. And poor chlorophyll is caught in the middle of this. Chlorophyll? More like borophyll. Right? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking mother... Drinking. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of, lot of drinking. Uh, are you still drinking? 
No, 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 no. I, I don't. That's that's behind me now. I just. Why are you buying? I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls were hot. I understand. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way to dribble up and down the court, just like I'm. I hope we rescue the Starfish King on this adventure. It would be a slam dunk. Would you call what we did last night sex? That's it's a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. All that. right. There's nothing in the world like action park. Baby, let me think you action park. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah. Hi, this is Katie Morgan. Before Carol Baskin allegedly killed her husband, I was giving all of your husband's boners on HBO. You're listening to the number one internet radio show, Boobs, Beer, and Craziness. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. This is Angie Everhart, and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood. The number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. But between you and me, baby, I have the best two segments on this politically incorrect show. Hello, this is Eric Stolhansky from the movie Beer Fest, and you are listening to the only two people that could drink more than we did in that movie, the king of all drunks, Chris Finley, and the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Hello. 
last beacon of hope for the politically incorrect. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Shoot it! Hook that, boy! Guys, Let's do this! Leroy Radio proudly brings to you the beer drinking champions of the world! The queen of crap beer, Cassie Finley. The man who drinks so much he pees Bali and poops ass Chris Finley. We are drinking dirty in Jersey! Slash Max Headroom! Yeah! <laughs> Give me two claps and a Ric Flair! Woo! Cheers, everybody, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live here on Facebook. Vic Hammer just messaged me. How do I watch the stream? Uh, Vic Hammer, you gotta go on fucking Facebook, dude. Yeah, well, I, I think the link's on our Twitter page, isn't it? No, it's... That link is fucking doesn't go to the right place. Alright. If he goes to Drinking Dirty in Jersey Facebook, he'll find he'll find the stream. Alright. It's always good to have links that go to the right place. So no, for some reason on Twitter, it link, like, the Facebook link gets all fucked up. I don't know why. Yeah, no, it's some kind of encry encrypted shit. Yeah, it's weird. Russians. Yeah. So anyway, folks, uh, welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live here on Facebook. Our last show of the fucking year. That's right. Our last show of 2020, the worst year in the history of humankind, I think, right? Probably the worst. This If we were dinosaurs, this would have been the, the asteroid hit, I think. Yeah. This is like that level of shittiness. But on a, on a good point for the show on this year, we've done more shows this year than any other year prior because of this pandemic. Uh -huh. Because we had no other, nothing else to do but do this fucking show. So, uh, which is a blessing in disguise. So we've had a lot of fun on the show this year. Outside of the show, we have not. But uh, we have a good finale for you tonight. As I was saying on the test show, um, I could have gone with uh, just all hot chicks with humongous tits and all this shit. But I went with, I tried to go for the most interesting guests that I could. Um, now, one, we're going to have a first ever here on the show. We're going to have have a political commentator uh, on the show, Karen Turk. We never get political on the show, but we might have to get to tonight um, because she's going to be on. What else are we going to talk about? Like you said before, hair products? I mean, I don't even know. So I guess we have to talk about politics at some point, talking to a political commentator. Like, so if I you know our political levels. point of view, <laughs> that you're going to find it out tonight by listening to that interview. Uh, also, we have back on the show, Lasha Lane. If you listened to her interview about six months ago, she's very open about the uh, celebrities that she has had sex with. Uh, so we're going to dive into that. She mentioned about four or five bands, uh, famous bands like Rage Against the Machine, Nine Inch Nails, and so on that she had sex with the members of. Uh, so we're going to get into that later, which I'm very excited about that. I'm sure Cassie is too. You know, the thing is, though, if, like you're a famous person, you have sex with all these people. Yeah. Like, you know, that they're always going to remember that. Like, you know, so if you suck, you just have to be like off that night. Like, they're always going to remember like, oh, he sucked in bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I have to be on your best. A lot of pressure. Well, a lot of pressure. But I don't think they give a shit. Actually, to no, be honest with you. Don't. They're two zillionaires, and they don't give a shit some small town persons saying, "Oh, they're horrible in bed." So, uh, anyway, folks, uh, so that's it. Unless we have uh, we have Gilk here in studio, of course, to finish out the year with us. He's been with us almost every show besides the when the part of the horrible part of the pandemic. Uh, I usually have a funny gift there to go along with Mr. Gilk, but I had deleted it because somebody else was to be here tonight that did not show up because they could get out of their driveway. Yeah. Bullshit. Okay, so uh, so Gilk's here tonight, and of course the Queen of Capier. Cassie Finley, my co-host, is here tonight, uh, my partner in crime. But I think before we show Cassie, which you've already done, the little yeah. Jesse Jane's little preview uh, for the Queen of Crap here, Cassie Finley. <clears throat> Yo, it's Jesse Jane. You're listening to the number one podcast, Porn and Chaos, and listening to the one woman I want to scissor the most, Cassie Finley. You're drinking dirty in Jersey. Woo, Cassie. Yay. Yay. See, Cassie produces the show, so when things aren't 100%, 
She stressful. takes the toll. I do. Because everybody so, fucks with me. That's why. Hopefully going into if you 20... Guys would, if you guys wouldn't fuck with me and blame it on me, because this is not my fault. If we uh, go into... It's not that bad. I'm watching it as we're doing it. It's, I mean, we're going into 2021. Uh, let's see if we can get all these problems cleared up. The other computer is fixed. It's just I our know, fucking bitch I know. It's all right. We just got to get through... Sat on our fucking Listen, computer this and is, fucked up the mouse. I understand. Yeah, this see, is... We're blaming you. We're really blaming Finn. Yeah, this is twenty. It's twenty twenty. You're expecting. You, we always got to expect things are going to go wrong. So we're going to finish up the year. We're going to ignore this stuff. We're just going to have a good time. All right. Okay. So let's just have a good time. So Cassie, speaking of a good time, uh, are you ready? Uh, hold on. All right. Utah, give me two. Two beers. That is, and of course we're drinking. And I'm finishing out the year strong. I'm going to be drinking. Of course, my favorite beer by Kate May Brewing, Devil's Reach. I think it was you're going to last week or week and the week after it's before every that. Every week. I don't give a shit. This is the best <laughs> beer in the world. I drink this as much as I can. I love this beer, Belgian style fucking ale. Eight point six percent. I always bring it up, and I always will. I almost drowned in a kiddie pool after drinking this beer. This is a fucking amazing beer. Go buy this beer while it lasts, motherfuckers. All right, Gilk, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Smarty Nose Lager. This is actually a relatively new beer from them. It's pretty good. It's actually really I nice. Had one it's earlier. like really refreshing. It's you know. I don't want to, you know, go too crazy with the heavy stuff. Right, right. I'm on a diet now. You're on a diet? Good for you, Gilk. It's almost 2021. So Except I, gotta, I just you know... give you donuts. I'm like, here, Gilk, have some donuts. <laughs> yeah. you're, not, you're not going to break any more chairs in the studio then? <laughs> uh, I can't uh, confirm or deny that. I can't confirm or deny that. Yeah. <laughs> trying to fix your camera there a little bit, yeah. Chief. Yeah, down. There, right there, right there. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, that's good. There you that's go. good. No, there Gilk's go. looking good. There's the young stud. There's the young stud. <laughs> He's single, by the way. Yes. Owns a liquor store, too. Owns so a liquor store. Liquor, the owner up. and proprietor of Eldorado Winehouse there, uh, Mr. Gilk Christ in the house. Cassie, I know you're drinking. You just took a sip. I'm sure you're drinking today. After today, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Bell's Bright White. Nice. It's really good. A very uh, race appropriate of you. That's uh, yes. very nice. Also not approved. What, no. what, what style of beer is that? Belgian white. Yes. Belgian wheat. Five uh, percent. Five percent. So nice uh, day drinking beer. Frozen again. Nice uh, winter beer. Uh, so, <laughs> guess he's getting annoyed. I can feel it. Oh my Cassie, god! Just don't look at the screen. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> I have to look at the screen. I have to ever operate the screen. <laughs> All right, your eyes and press it, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Um, so every show we play a drinking game. Were you folks listening and watching? I'm going to play along as well. We have a drinking word or term of the night, and every time that word or term is said, guess what? You drink. Well, tonight's <laughs> drinking term is holiday appropriate. Frosty the Snowman. Now, Frosty the Snowman. Uh, definition of that, because Gil could interrupt me, is a game where you get four of your friends, mostly guys or girls who can squirt, where you all jack off. On into a hat. Top hat is preferable, of course. And the last person to come, or the person who can't come into the hat, has to wear the hat in resembling a melting snowman. So disgusting. Wow. Uh, Cassie, what's the example of that? Me and the guys played Frosty Snowman last night. It wasn't fun. All right. And Tuxedo Ray. And Tuxedo Ray, my good friend, Tuxedo Ray. Yes. He's friends with Bobby, Bobby Bottle Service. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Tuxedo Ray, uh, for that. So every time you hear the word, Frosty the Snowman, you drink. <laughs> Yes. Thanks, Kiwi. So, folks. <laughs> you can really ask the political commentator that. I am. 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 I am
Yes, I don't think she's going to care either. I don't think she'd be on our she agreed to be on our show if she didn't know what she getting she's getting into. She has a publicist, <laughs> so uh, she's well well prepped. Um, so if I had a publicist, I would listen to my publicist. I'd just like do whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're lining up to get you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm going to present this guy who used to bang dudes in fucking Thailand. <laughs> now he owns hey, a hole-in-the-wall liquor store. <clears throat> we've, got some, we've got some nice little political people on our show right, and commenting right now. Nice, oh, wow. nice, cool. Uh, Gilk, how many uh, lady boys did you bang in Thailand? Actually, none. None? Even though when really? I was in the army, they spread a rumor around. The guy I used to work for oh. spread a rumor around. And people would go, aren't you married? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, he spread a rumor that I went to Thailand. And married a little boy. And <laughs> it got around the entire fucking base. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, like, ridiculous. Like, like Gary Glitter style? Just went oh over there my and God. married this some boys? Is, he was a great guy. This guy would do anything for you. Mr. Ball, he's a... This guy was, you know... He was an interesting person, but... What was his name? Mr. Ball? Mr. Ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a this real guy person? Was like, this guy was hardcore, too. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> he spread the story. Why did you get married in Thailand? I was like, oh my god, like, Mr. Ball. R- random people would come up and say that to me. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, I couldn't believe the way this story just caught fire everywhere. <laughs> was his first name Bouncy? Bouncy Doug, Ball. Doug. Doug Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, folks, we have a couple minutes here to to kind of get through here before our first guest is on the line, which is um, which is Karen Turk. Um, but. Uh, me and Cassie watched a good movie over the weekend, and I kind of want to talk about it. That movie was called Freaky, starring uh, Vince Vaughn and what's her name? I have no idea. Oh God, I don't know her name. Um, but Sarah the movie's Michelle essentially uh, it's it's a it's a remake of Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. both an awesome 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 twist. I had a Mike Tyson uh, thing there, uh, an awesome twist where uh, she swapped the little the the young girl swaps with a serial killer. Yep. So a serial killer takes her body. Starts like killing all her friends and shit, and she's the, in the serial killer's body. This goofy guy who's Vince Vaughn, and she has to try to figure out how to get her body back. And it's actually a very thing. The kills are amazing. The murders in this movie yeah. are fucking amazing. There's one kill in a, a, the the woodshop class in high school where she her teacher, who's a scumbag, who's actually played by Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and she throws him on the uh, you know the uh, what is it called the fucking circular saw, yeah, and chops his body right in half. It's fucking it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. She's got a great ass too. No, great if I ass. Was- Putting this like hot chicks body, I would just be trying to scissor all these chicks. Yeah, but that's what I would. That's the whole yeah, whole time I, mean, I was thinking, dude. I'm going lesbo and I'm, I'm scissoring like, everybody. I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's right. And she looked hot in that movie, man. She just fucking jeans I would are pulled up. The scissor by the time she got her body back. <laughs> Cassie, did you like the movie? Yeah, no, I really liked it. Sorry, yeah. I'm just. <sighs> um, <laughs> so a lot of annoying things happened today. So. I know, but we need you to be on right I'm now. I'm trying. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm also like staring at myself freezing every two seconds. Well, I'm not staring. I'm not freezing. You're the only one that's freezing. freezing. <laughs> that's outside. Either. There's like a foot of snow. Yeah, we had snow today. In New fucking Jersey. turn my turn my fucking camera off then. <laughs> so we had uh so it, that, that was a great movie. So I recommend that movie to anybody that's looking for a movie to watch. It's now streaming. Uh, it is what is it? Twenty five bucks, Cassie. Twenty, I think. Twenty bucks, to, to, but it's worth it. I mean, whatever. It's a good movie. They're going to spend no, 20 bucks yeah. on fucking stupid shit anyway. You so can't you might go to the movies some... anyway. At the movies, you're lucky right. to get out. You're home, well, you can drink. You can go to the movies. Yeah, you can go now. to the movies, I've but it's movies. limited. Oh, it's every time I try to pass the AMC, it's like empty. No, you can't go to AMC. Oh. I don't think AMC's even... I, well, well that's we, that's owned by Chinese. I don't know, but Cineopolis. Like China. Cineopolis <laughs> is fucking awesome. We went. I went with the kids, and we were like the only people there. They have really oh, good food there, too. Fuck yeah. And we like... We saw... 
War with Grandpa, I think it was. Oh, I don't even know if there's any movies out now. No, there is. There there's there's some, and then they're playing like old stuff, like they're playing, which is really like, cool because they're playing like Back to the Die Future Hard and, and Die Hard and Temple of Doom and shit like that. So movies like you nostalgia, like movies you saw as a kid, well, you can go back and see in the theater, and get the theater bucks. experience, they're right? Like cheap as balls. Yeah. Keep his oh, balls. I didn't know there's any movies like there mm-hmm. used to be a theater like that when lived in North Carolina. It was like they played, you know, like the previous run. So if you missed a movie in the theater, it was great because you go there for a buck, they still serve beer, and you could watch like this place the previous beer. run of the movie, which was usually better than the stuff that was currently out, anyways. So. Right? Yeah. No. There's, right. There's a movie theater in Hackettstown that we go to that it has beer, it has all sorts of alcohol. They have food there, and their food's amazing. Like you can like eat dinner there. They bring it to you, sit in the seat, they bring oh, you that's food, awesome. and like. I mean, if you get a regular movie, it's expensive. But if you get one of these, like, $5 movies, then Well, there's whatever. a place. It's, um, I forget the name of the town. It's, like, this big mall. And they have, like, a theater where you can, like, eat. You know, and they bring you the food. And I was there. I was on a date. And it was, like, this was a while ago. I remember the waitress had, like, this string that must have been, like, coming off her clothes or something. Like, this long string. So I remember she was walking away. And I see the string going, like, oh. Because <laughs> it must have been coming off her clothes. I'm like trying to grab it. I couldn't grab the string. And it goes, what are you doing? I'm like, the fucking string. You don't see this? Like, she could, And she like walks off and like the string is just going. That's why I don't even remember the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so back to reality here. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Cassie, so uh, we, we watched this uh, series called uh, Slasher. Slasher. Which is fucking, if you're a, a fan of murder movies and horror movies, you gotta check this out. Dude, it's... I wanted to tell you something about that. So apparently, you remember the first season? Yes. With the, gir- the girl, and she was like, oh, I went to this camp, this summer camp. That summer camp was the camp. Oh, the so season. it all ties together. Yes. So it's an anthology series. So it's a, it's a murder series, obviously. And um, every season is a different story, different people. Um, they all tie together. Now, I watched the first season, which is very good. Second season, in my opinion, was even better because it's about a summer camp slasher shit, but there's a twist to it, which is an amazing twist. But um, yeah, but I figured it out. Yeah, Cassie, Cassie over here fucking figured out the first season too. (laughs) Yeah, Colonel Mustard over here fucking figures it all out. (laughs) You were lost for a while there on a couple episodes. I was lost. I was lost, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I figured it out. (laughs) But yeah, it's a whodunit. So you guess through the whole thing. It's very uh, violence. Uh, suicides, there's like sex really in it. I mean, it's violent. it's really like, fucking it's good. It's really gory. Well, yeah. Originally, it was on Shutter. Yes. And now, so there's a fourth season coming out next year that's only going to be on Shutter. Shutter so, was like TikTok. So thankfully, we have Shutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shutter. You're thinking of Shutterfly, you fucking retard. Oh, oh. <laughs> but Shutter. <laughs> all these things confuse the shit. Fourth out season is only going to be on Shutter, and it comes out next year. So thankfully, we have a Shutter. That's a thing. Yes. That's a thing. Like you can cut cable and like get all these streaming, but you have to have like ten streaming services. If you really want to watch all this stuff, you got to have like ten different fucking. Things. No, I agree. I agree. And you, and if anybody doesn't have Shutter, you got to get Shutter. That is a fucking great channel. Uh, it's all horror shit. You can see the old Joe Bob Briggs stuff, and he plays all kinds of great horror and movies. Old weird horror movies. Too. Yes, like, weird. Yes, stuff. stuff you forgot about when you were a kid. It's it's fucking great. Uh, Shutter. I definitely recommend that. I wanted um, to. Uh, I wanted to talk about because we have people watching right now that you know are watching for the guests or whatever they're watching for, but. Um, I wanted to talk about you guys should really tune in after intermission because we're doing something that we haven't done in what three years. It's yes, it's called the Emotion Ball, where uh, us people in our forties should not be doing. Oh um, God! It's uh, a series of challenges that we have to we have to do 
uh, crazy challenges that some no of them are normal like human being would do. Some of them are easy-ish, like you um, know, rapping, but or insane. Something. We stopped doing the challenge because we started stop we stopped getting hurt, and we didn't want to suck on condoms and mayonnaise in it anymore. Well, and not only that, but like we stopped having as many people in the studio, right? Yeah. And then the other thing was is that we it was t- it was getting to the point where we were doing the same things over and over again, and people were getting bored. Like yeah. viewers were getting bored, and they were right. like, eh, I can only know. do so many shots of hot sauce and lard. Right. But but now we've taken three years off. Um, so all these challenges, I picked the best of challenges. So it's just going to be tonight. It's not going to be a, a thing that's going to go every week now. No. Uh, it's just going to be tonight. We're going to do it once a year, and tonight's the fucking night. So hopefully we make it out alive. Uh, second half of the show is definitely... Hopefully I don't drink extract again and die. <laughs> that same night, too, is when the night that I drank three quarters of a fucking bottle of syrup. Yes. <laughs> the super so I was, challenge. like, terrible. Like, the next day I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> I was in, like, sugar coma with the fucking extract. And apparently peppermint extract is not like peppermint schnapps. Peppermint extract is poisonous. So, like, I drank a, good, a shot of it and almost died. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I folks. so sick. We're about to get Karen Turk here on the line, but before we do, have a little preview video. And once again, I apologize to our watchers here tonight because... Our, uh, our, something wrong with our memory on our computer. I don't it's fucking just, know. N- it's just, it's just 2020. Cameras, just it's 2020. Our, no, yeah, our, our cameras are, the audio is fine. It's just the cameras are a little. And it's the cameras. Funky. It's not like the GIFs or the videos or anything else. Right. Those are fine. It's just funky. So if just put up with the little Max Headroom shit that's going on, but we'll, we'll be fine. So I wish a little preview video of Karen Turk. Uh, uh, here it is. I just want to even do a preview. It kind of explains itself as it goes. GMA, a former beauty pageant winner, is fighting her prison sentence. Karen Turk, convicted of fraud for stealing her mother's social security checks, insisting there's more to this story. She's the former beauty queen crowned Mrs. Florida in 2016. But this morning, 47-year-old Karen Turk... We all know I'm a conservative. A conservative commentator is defending herself after being convicted of stealing Social Security checks from her mother My who opinion, was battling Alzheimer's. This is a story of someone who struggled really, really hard to be a caregiver and tried her best to make decisions, some good, some bad. Turk speaking to ABC News after a Florida judge sentenced this week to a month behind That's the point of the story. I can't get into the details of why I did that, what happened, what mistakes I made, but I took responsibility. According to the Palm to Beach County Sheriff's <laughs> Office, from February 2016 through January 2017, like Turk allegedly used her <clears throat> mother's social security, sure, veterans yeah. administration, and pension checks to fund her lavish lifestyle, using the money on shopping sprees, right. dinners, I think we get this and liberal news report. I think we understand what's going on. Amounting $219,000 in nursing home bills. I've lost opportunities. A lavish lifestyle. And I've been basically judged completely based on how Headlines in yeah, the media. I agree with you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more liberal media bullshit. Okay. So, uh, I wrong? need my cord um, for the uh, phone. Of course. All right. Just, just chill. It's, it's over here somewhere. So, we're about to get Karen here on the line. Yeah, as soon as I find my fucking phone cord, which is right here. Okay. We're good. All right. So, uh, give her a call. And here All we right, go. Right, hold on. What's the nerve-wracking part of the show? <clears throat> All right. So, the radio shows will be having enough, enough silence. So, uh, as we're getting ready to give her a call here, Gil, you pumped? I'm pumped. No, uh, I am. Yeah, we've uh, never had a political guest. This on is the first time, before, first yeah. ever, first Hold time on. ever. I mean, sometimes and we're already messing it up. 
<laughs> oh my god, this is so fucked up. Hold Sometimes on a second. Sometimes the guests make political comments, and you're like, oh god, please. I know, we, just, we run away from them. We don't talk politics on the show. <laughs> ah, I hate my life. What's going on now? Bullshit. Hold on. Uh, fingers didn't... Did you pay the phone bill? I did. <laughs> oh, oh my okay. god, stop. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh. When the, she answers the phone, I'm gonna, just going to explode. That's what's going to happen. <clears throat> hello? Yes, hello. Is this Karen? It is. Hey, Karen. This is Chris from Drinking Dirty in Jersey. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Chris? Oh, I'm doing very good. Had a couple drinks. Uh, been a kind of a... Good. Yes. Been kind of a stressful day. We've had some... Uh, some issues with our equipment. Um, okay. Your actual equipment. I'm not trying to be like you know sexual or anything, but like our actual equipment. Like, oh. uh, <laughs> so. Uh, but I think we're we're fighting through it. So it's just been one of those days. You know what I mean? Everything just goes wrong. So it's. Uh, so we're. But we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Awesome. So. Well, then I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a glass of wine while we're doing. Well, you now. should. You should. Um, I'm going so, to. Good. Good. Now you are a first here on our show for us. Um, we've had. Every form of entertainment on here, adult industry, we've had judges on the show, we've had mainstream stars, we've had B-movie actresses, uh, competitive eaters, uh, pretty much ah. you name it, we've had it on the show, but we've never had a political commentator on the show before, so you're a first, so you definitely deserve a round of cool. applause for that one, that's, that's awesome, so... Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do our best to get through this and seem intelligent to you. So, um, <laughs> but thank you very much for being on, Karen. We really definitely appreciate it. Well, thank you, and I'm also uh, a former Jersey girl, so I'm very oh! on the show. And oh. I saw when you called in, you have a Hackettstown number. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, we live yeah. we live in Blairstown. <laughs> um, but yes. Oh, cool. Yes. the scene of Friday the 13th. Yes! That's yeah. right. She knows Friday the 13th. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, that's where we're broadcasting from. And um, yes, and it's great. We love this town. It's a great town. One of the better towns in New Jersey, I believe. And when it is Friday the 13th, this town explodes. It's like Mardi Gras. I mean, we're hanging out on the streets. The bars are going crazy. We're on Main Street where they filmed it. I mean, not so much this year because of everything that's going on. But uh, normally, uh, you know, it's, it's a really fun time. We have people that come here from all over the world that, that come here for that yeah. date. So it's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, wh where did you live when you were in Jersey? I actually, I grew up in Teaneck, and then I went to high school in Dumont, but for a year and a half, a little a little over a year, I lived in Hackettstown. I went to oh. middle school in Hackettstown, and I was a big Friday the 13th fan, and my dad used to take me to haunted houses all over New Jersey. We'd nice. go and, like, seek them out, like, you know, the ones at the fire departments and the ambulance corps, like, back in the day, and mm -hmm. he actually took me to Blairstown, and I met the cops that were in the original <laughs> Friday the 13th, and it yes. was like, the highlight of my seventh grade year. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. They were. Um, I think one of them was on the show. Yeah, one of them was on the show, I believe. But um, yeah, we met both those guys. They're great. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. Yeah, very cool. You know, I hadn't. I, I was one of the questions I have lined up for you, but you've answered it already. Is is were you always from Florida? And I guess the answer is no. You're you're a Jersey girl. So that's awesome. So that's that's yep. really fucking awesome. So excited, excited. Um, so, um, one of the things, uh, you're a former Mrs. Florida, um, uh, for the past week I kept saying Miss, but it's Mrs. Florida. Um, now when were you Mrs. Florida? Uh, what, what year? In 2016, I, uh, I actually decided to compete in a pageant being a Jersey girl, a Jewish Jersey girl. Right. Really wasn't on my radar screen to ever do a pageant. My mother would have never let me do one when I was a kid. Those were for Southern girls. Mm -hmm. uh, but being down here 21 years, um been really involved in the charity scene and you know a lot of the things that go on here in the local community and 
I met a woman who had been a former Mrs. Florida and she convinced me to compete. She said, you know, if you do this, it'll give you a whole new platform to, you know, elevate visibility for charities and do all the things that you're already doing, but on steroids. And uh, right. I had about three glasses of wine at a charity event, and I told everybody at the table that I was going to be the next Mrs. Florida. And uh, <laughs> at that point, I had to do it. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, uh, in the in the uh, in the pageant, was there a talent portion of the pageant that you had to compete in? <laughs> um, really, running my mouth was my talent. So what was great is I did really well in the interview portion. So um, a Got lot it. of the other girls could sing and dance, but um, I just nailed the interview and I did a bunch of questions on stage, and that was how I won. Did you like one of the answers? Was it like we should help in Iraq, such as? <laughs> it, it was. It was actually you know. It was crazy because I won right before um, the election. And I knew that I really wanted to become more political and give my opinion on politics. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that might actually hurt me when I was competing. And it didn't. They actually voted me in anyway, surprisingly enough. And I think they were kind of surprised at the fact that I was a staunch Republican. I don't know that they necessarily realized that until um, the following year when I gave up my crown, uh, but they voted me in anyway. And, you know, I have to say, I really had a good experience competing in a pageant. Oh, okay. All right, good. I mean, I always thought that, you know, you could win a pageant in Florida just by not being pregnant past the age of 16. But, <laughs> <laughs> but well, um... <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get pregnant at 16. I got pregnant at 18, so I oh, guess I would have okay. still qualified. Yes, yeah, so you still would have made the cut. Uh, so good for you. Is that how that works? Like when you were, you're like a Miss Flor Mrs. Florida or, you know, uh, Mr. Missouri or whatever, do you have to actually give up the crown? Uh, you have to hand it over before they take it away? Or how does that work? Do you have like a, uh, like a term limit or something? Yeah, it's a one year term. So at the end of your year, you, um, you go to the pageant, you help the other girl get ready. And mm -hmm. then the new winner is crowned and you basically hand over your crown. And, uh, you know, a year was a lot. It was a lot. It was a long year. Mm -hmm. So as much as I enjoyed it, I was happy to give it up to somebody else. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, now, were you always a uh, conservative or did you become one once you learned about economics or read the Constitution? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my father's claim to fame was that he taught me how to read the New York Times at the age of three. So I think that that was what set me up to be a Republican because they've become more and more biased as years have gone on. And, yes. um, you know, I was raised in, in a household. My parents were Democrats. And I remember being seven years old and Jimmy Carter was uh, was running. And I said to myself, something's wrong here. I don't understand why they're voting for Jimmy Carter. And I wanted Ronald Reagan to win. And mm -hmm. uh, my parents kind of treated it like a party trick. Like, you know, look at our kid. Our kid's a conservative Republican. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and, uh, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, years later, my mom and dad actually became more conservative and they became really big Bill O'Reilly fans in their late 70s. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, I think that they saw the change in the party. Mm -hmm. and, you know, the party that it was back in, you know, the 60s and the 70s isn't right. the party that it is today. No, right. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Now, I always say that to, to my wife, like, you know, when there was real Democrats. Like John mm -hmm. F. Kennedy. John yeah. F. Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now there's there's none of John those left. John F. Kennedy left. either. <laughs> there's none of yeah, those right. left. Yeah, right. It's the only one. <laughs> yeah. no, this, this, is, this, is borderline, this is borderline Marxist at this point. And, 
you know, I'm the child, I'm a first generation American. My parents actually fled the Nazis. My parents were uh, born in Austria and my dad was 11 when he came to this country and my mom was six. Wow. And uh, every day they reminded me of how blessed I was to be an American. I think that's probably why I take politics so seriously and why I, this is sub, such a big interest to me and why I really believe in, you know, the power of freedom and the power of the American people is because that was instilled in me at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what they went through, um, it has some striking similarities to a lot of things that are going on right now. Mm -hmm. and I know, it's scary. I feel like both of them are, you know, kind of looking down on me saying, wow, you know, what's happened to America? Because this is all the things that my father warned me about. He said, you know, this could happen here. We're just a step away. People don't realize mm -hmm. how quickly the Nazis took power, how quickly. Nobody knew what was going on. Right. Nobody believed it could happen to them. Mm -hmm. In Austria, everybody said it can happen here. It can happen here. And the demise of the Austrian economy was actually socialism which then led to right. you know, economic strife, which allowed the Nazis to gain power. And when people talk about socialism, you know, it scares me to death because that's exactly what happened. That's why the Nazis were able to invade so many countries is because socialism had driven those countries into an economic downturn and made them weak. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We don't have a strong economy. Nope. We're screwed. <laughs> right, absolutely. The socialism is kind of like the uh, the starter drug or the gateway drug yeah. <laughs> to yeah. everything. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It feels good at the beginning, but, you know, like heroin, you know, it's really not going to serve you long term. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of the same thing. I mean, I grew up with two parents. My mom had no idea what the heck she was. She just like, oh, I like this Al Gore guy, you know, like the stuff like that. Mm. Like, you know, my, my dad was extremely liberal like a hippie you know grew up in the hippie time so and i i kind of just whatever until i turned 18 and actually listened and learned and you know found out what actually each you know uh, republicans democrats actually believed in and i'm not saying i'm a full-on conservative but i definitely lean way more right than i do left especially right now what's going on in the country i'm definitely more right than to the left um mm -hmm. so it's just it's just insane these draconian fucking lockdowns and shit and and you're in florida yeah, you're so lucky. you're you're yeah, kind you of lucky there <laughs> Um, but, you know, I'm in Jersey. Holes. We're going back to the lockdown now. So, um, you know, yeah, no, it is sick. It's disgusting. Uh, you know, friends of mine, people that own restaurants, you know, bars, all going out of business. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just fucking insane. I mean, I'm going to take the show and make it drinking dirty in Florida because this is just, Dude, I've been it's saying that for nuts. months. Yeah. <laughs> like, move. We need to move. And people kept saying, yeah, like, oh. you probably do. And, you know, we're having a mass exodus out of New York and New Jersey. Yeah. And yeah. the real estate market here is just complete insanity right now because there's no inventory. People are coming down and they're, you know, they're overpaying on rentals. They're overbidding on houses. And, you know, I'm happy to have them, you know, made it a little difficult for my husband and I recently as we were house shopping. Right. Uh, but, you know, we're really happy to have them. And I, what I've seen this year is really interesting because we have just, you know, right now is, you know, really when people start to come to Florida. It's typically, you know, this time of year, the snowbirds come down, mm -hmm. you know, right after Thanksgiving. Um, we've been busy really uh, since the summer. There really hasn't been the season that we normally have here because everybody has been exiting the Northeast and coming to Palm Beach County and Broward County. And, 
you know, I, it's nice to see the energy and, you know, it's good for our economy. Right. Um, I hate seeing the city that I love, you know, New York City, uh, be a third world yeah, country. Yeah, I know. And, That's crazy. Um, it's, it's horrible. We were up there and I had some work to do and we flew in and just to see like the tent cities, you know, where you have to eat on the road. And it just looked like, you know, they reminded me of like, you know, the markets in China that we went to. I just was blown away that that was new york city and we were walking down sixth avenue and there's no traffic and mm-hmm. it was just weird it was like an apocalypse right, right. right. Yeah, that's why believe it or not in new jersey we're having the same thing with the real estate because people are getting out of the city they're getting the out of the city they're buying they're 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 bidding on houses oh. like 50 grand 75 grand over like the asking <laughs> price it's insane right now here insane insane but, you know, I, I understand it, and it's sad. It really, you know, and it's not it's not just there. I mean, Washington, D.C., too, mm-hmm. um, a yep. little bit better than New York, but I was really disappointed when I went there to see, you know, what's happened to the economy, and you see all the, you know, storefronts that used to be bustling with business that are now yeah. shut down. And, um, you know, what, the, what they've done with this COVID crisis is just an absolute travesty. And the fact that so many people have bought into it and are living in fear and right. you know just the you know the overall mentality that you know we're all going to die in this this culture of fear right. Right. Um, has been horrible and that's been Insane. perpetuated in large part by you know the democrat party the media, and the media has been behind them too. and the media i mean it's just you know it's been used for political gain is the point that i'm making it's, mm, it was yeah. used for political gain mm-hmm. around this election to cause people to not vote for Donald Trump and not reelect him. And, you know, now, of course, we have the whole voter fraud crisis, which we all saw coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of us warned everyone that we were going to have widespread voter fraud. And although the mainstream media wants to say that it doesn't exist, there's an overwhelming amount of evidence that it does exist. And even prior to the election, there were 1,071 cases of voter fraud, proven cases, including some. There was a whole incident in Jersey City where city officials yes. were stuffing the ballot boxes. Yeah, in Patterson, you know, These too. things were happening everywhere. Yeah. It's not even voter fraud. It's like election fraud. It's like systematic yeah. <laughs> election fraud everywhere. When they turned off those machines, and it's like, okay, we got to stop counting. Yeah. The moment they, after that point, it was like 94 point something percent of all the votes they counted after that fact. All went to Biden. Mm-hmm. It's like really, <laughs> like how's that even possible? Oh well, Democrats like to mail their stuff in. Like yeah, but they all decide to mail at the same time, like a day late. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? It's a stolen election, and you know those mail-in ballots. We saw this way. You know, it was first they were, you know, they were so sold on these mail-in ballots. But again, if you look at why we had the mail-in ballots, it's the COVID crisis again. Right. So it was, you know, they used it for political yeah, gain. It was a sign. Yeah, anybody who doesn't see it, it's, it's absolutely transparent. We were at Mar-a-Lago the night of the uh, election, and you know, the energy was just weird. You know, it was it was so wonderful to be there, and mm-hmm. the energy was great, and everything was going great, and the president was winning, and all of a sudden there was just a dead silence yeah. as they stopped counting, and they turned on the algorithms. We, <laughs> yeah, and you could see the numbers change. Yeah. And, oh yeah, you know, we've all seen the videos, but mm-hmm. you know those numbers changed, and you looked and you realized that you know something was seriously wrong. And we have to find a way to monitor our elections. Um, and I don't know what the answer is, but I was talking to 
a friend of mine, he's actually an MIT graduate, and he had a whole blockchain theory that was really interesting about using blockchain to, uh, you know, monitor elections and make sure that there's not widespread fraud. Not, I've heard that. I don't really that. understand blockchain, but well, that's what um, they use with the great. digital currencies like blockchain. But the thing is, like, my mm -hmm. whole problem with that is, I think they need to go back to being simpler. You know, forget all this computer shit and everything else. Like, let's just do a paper and like that's what they do in India. They have like a billion people and they just like count the votes. You know, like uh, getting people to remember like their pin number for something is hard. Like, I know with like the blockchain, I think you have to remember like a whole paragraph. Like, oh yeah, good luck. <laughs> I mean, like especially like, with the elderly hopefully it's people. It's like itsy yeah. bitsy spider. Yeah. Like everybody be itsy bitsy spider. Oh shit, I spell itsy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely true. <laughs> Um, do you, in, in, in your opinion, uh, Karen, do you do you think that, that the Trump team and, and what they're doing and what they're fighting for, they they have any chance of turning this over? Or is this a done deal now, and we're going to have Biden as as president come January? I, I do. I think we. I think that the president is fighting for us. I think he's fighting yes. for us. I don't think he's fighting for himself. Yeah. I think he's fighting for us. I, I think agree. He's fighting for American freedom because if we lose the integrity of our elections. That's at the basis of what this country was founded on. It's the power of the people. And mm -hmm. that's what he's standing up for and fighting for. It's for us right now. And I believe, you know, there was an article that came out today that um, a lot of these uh, states where, you know, the they, he's won the electoral college. Is won, I mean, they've won the popular vote. Um, they've come forward and they're saying that they're going to support him in the Supreme Court. And um, I know it's going to go to the Supreme Court. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go 12th Amendment. Uh, but, you know, the closer we get to January, um, the more nervous I'm getting because I'm waiting for something to happen. Right. We or all are. I wouldn't yeah. say nervous. Mm -hmm. I'd say anxious. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're going to have an know, instance where we have two presidents. I Because I, I think Biden's going to declare himself no matter what. He's gonna be like, no, oh, I'm the president. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can't tie his own shoes. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. I think that we're going to have some kind of weird, like – Two president-ish kind of thing. I don't think that's going to happen. I I, I, I kind of disagree with that. But um, uh, here's the thing. I mean, like the, the the you're right. The integrity elections is the most important thing that's going to come out of this uh, because because after this, if this happens and we all basically oh, we all know it's fraud. I mean, what's the incentive to vote? Well, you right. never vote's a, not going to you, you know. never have a fair vote ever again. <laughs> right. That's exactly. Exactly. Um, and I think even more importantly um, is that what about this? Uh, you know, rigging the Senate runoff in Georgia. You know, coming up in January. Um, mm -hmm. I mean that that's a huge worry because if they get the Senate too, I mean, what's are we even America anymore? Well, then they at that stack point? the courts and then they stack the <laughs> Supreme Court and that's it. Good yeah, night. then we're good night. Ex exactly, we're done. No, and and you know when you talk about the Twelfth Amendment, you know if we go Twelfth Amendment, the Senate ultimately gets you know gets a vote and the Congress gets a vote on who the president and the vice president are going to be, and that makes me nervous as well. That you know if that is not treated fairly, that's going to really put us in a very poor position for you know, a dozen reasons. Right. It's, it's crazy right now. And I do believe that our president has a larger plan. And I do believe that he is fighting behind the scenes. And, you know, the media is just not reporting on it. You really have to dig. And, right. you know, my show behind the headlines on YouTube, the reason I started the show behind the headlines is what's the truth behind the headlines? Because you can't believe the headlines anymore. Right. You got you to <clears throat> compile your information from a multiple array of sources in order to make an educated opinion on what the truth actually is so i create videos you know usually about eight to ten minutes mm -hmm. that are concise and really gets to the root of the story 
but, you know, the mainstream media doesn't want to report on what's going on because they don't want to give any validity to the fact that this election was stolen. But to so many of us, it's completely obvious. And, you know, just in a day, I mean, I live in Palm Beach County. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, this is this is typically a blue county. But I can tell you that every single day I run into people that support our president, including the man that was in my apartment today installing my cable, you know, and I don't I talk politics with everybody. I'm mm-hmm. not shy about it. So within about two seconds, he ends up telling me he's Jamaican. He ends up telling me why he supports the president and how upset he is over the stolen election. Yeah. And this happens to me every single day. It's it, people from all different walks of life, from, you know, the guy installing the cable, you know, in my house to, you know, the woman bringing me up at Publix to people that I meet, you know, in a local bar to people that I know, you know, through right. my own work. I have not I have really very limited people that I've run into that are Biden supporters. So I have yeah. absolutely have no idea how people can even think that this man won this election it's just mind-boggling he didn't you know, take away right. the fact that he's got dementia and hunter biden's laptop put all the shit and, on there you know, his, his son is a crackhead i mean i could go on and on i mean hunter biden is a crackhead <laughs> the daughter is too his daughter's got like serious like She's been in and out of rehab like yeah. nonstop. Biden didn't even run a campaign. Did you, he just sat in his did fucking base. Did you basement. see the video with the Blasio's daughter where she says the election was stolen? Did no. see no. I didn't see that. No. She's such a wreck, though. She's crazy. Google it. Google it. She actually says he stole the election. I mean, it's, it's insane. Well, there was a video where it's Joe insane. Biden, like, you know, he had like a Freudian slip. He's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, but... we have the greatest election fraud system yeah. ever. It's like, yeah, yeah no shit, Joe. No. <laughs> I mean, like, right. they knew that all this thing was going to happen before that. So Biden didn't have to do anything. He'd sit in his basement and break his leg, pulling the dog's tail. God knows what the hell he's doing down there. I'm like, I don't even want to know. But, like, they knew because they were just going to press the button and, and flip all, and flip the switch and flip all the votes. It's it's this. We have less fair. There's more fair elections in Iraq or in Afghanistan <laughs> than there is here, and I think it's been it's happening for a long bananas. time. It's about time the American people wake up and do something about it. It's true, and you know, on a more positive note, you know, moving off the election fraud, I actually was on uh, another channel today, and I was doing a news hit, and you know, the topic that we discussed today. Did Did you guys see the article in the New York Post that um, one of the uh, the heads of the Israeli space commission yeah i saw this yeah who um who says that aliens are real and that the president yeah. knows about it i heard like, that too it's like a galactic empire now, or anytime i see uh-huh. aliens aliens in an article i pass it off thinking it's fake or it's some kind of you know because naturally of course we do uh but i read of that course. article with the aliens on mars and they're waiting yeah. there because they don't want to shock the american people like crazy yeah. shit yeah we've been finding all those monoliths all over the place. like like that would be the most amazing finale to 2020 would be aliens it really would it really would and you know that was what i was thinking as i was reporting on this and you know i it, the guy's pretty credible i mean he is 87 years old he does have a book to sell yeah. so you know you got to take it all with a grain of salt but you know, and the underground base on Mars, that's kind of where they lost me a little bit. Yeah, like, me too. There's American astronauts on the underground base. Yeah, like, hanging out with them and know, stuff. I feel like it, yeah, it went a little Partying. far for me. If they would have stopped there and just said that they were aliens, I probably would have been in. But when they went to the underground base on Mars, 
they kind of lost me. Right. That's where it gets um, to that guy, the meme that's like aliens and his hair sticking yeah. up and shit. Yeah. yeah. That's where yeah, it kind of gets there. Maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger's there. Yeah. Wish I had three hands. Super, super credible. I mean, he's got a, a very interesting background. So, you know, it was an interesting story to report on, and it's all over the Israeli media. Well, the U.S. So, the U.S. Defense Department, too, sorry to cut you off, but said they have um, aircraft that are not of this world. They said that, like, I think the past year, they said that someplace. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. what is that? Like, they're maybe they're trying to slowly lead us into something like i don't know i don't know if the aliens came it was a cocoon i'd freaking go i'm like you know what i'm getting off this freaking planet like i don't care like you know whatever maybe you know i i like that you use the cocoon reference i feel like joe biden should be somewhere in that movie yes i feel like yeah. remember with all the old people yes and they're yes. diving in the water like and joe shit. biden moment and cocoon I, I don't know if we want joe biden to come back in like 15 years though like, I, I would just like shoot him at an airlock but pshoo. i love how joe biden now like jogs onto the stage or he was jogging on the stage to show that he's still you know, a, a healthy young man or whatever that's so ridiculous that's he's... great he can be physically fit but he's not there <laughs> no he's not there of course he's not <laughs> he's not there at all <laughs> elder what abuse. do you think what do you think they shoot him up with there's been all sorts of theories uh, i heard adderall i heard adderall. I heard adderall too i heard yeah. adderall as well mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of the common thing that we that we think anyways adderall well he had that iv drip in his jacket during the debate so <laughs> oh, yeah but... for sure it's got to be something i mean i feel bad for the guy i do too you know i do too i would but the guy's not a good guy he's i mean in my opinion i think he's a traitor you know, he'll sell out this country for three dollars you know so i mean when normally i would but for him personally like i just don't feel bad for him not at all i mean ugh. <laughs> That's he spoke opinion. when i came back from i was in the army i came back the second time he spoke he talked for over an hour blabbing about like this politician you from north carolina that one we're standing in the carolina people are passing out And he just kept going on and on and on and on. And he had no point. He didn't even talk about Iraq. He was like, I had this for breakfast. This is great. What the hell is wrong with this guy? We're going to have him as the president? This freaking nut job? Oh, forget it. I think my favorite Joe Biden moment still is the hairy leg moment. The hairy legs. Yes, yes. I was going to bring that up. Yes. If Joe Biden moment, that would be the one. Is the hairy yes, leg the moment. little kid yeah, cockroaches. Finds that funny. Yes, his uh, hair would turn blonde in the sun, so and the, the cockroaches would hang on to it. Yes. Ugh. I mean, I just like, this like, so like, even with Joe Biden, with Hunter Biden, we don't know Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden's like a messed up guy. Like, he was dating the dead brother's wife for a while when the dead, when the brother first died. And, like, the media, like you said to the people, they have no idea. Now, if that was a Trump son, you'd know about it nonstop. It would be like nonstop. 24-7, oh, yeah. but like, they don't even bring it up. It's like, it's craziness. It is craziness. <clears throat> Thank God for shows like you because we need the truth out there. Because people need to wake the hell up. Good job, Gilk. Yeah, you. and there's so much evidence about the laptop and about what was really going on, and all of that has been suppressed. And you know, the really the the Daily Mail of all publications has really broken most of the story about Hunter Biden. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but the Daily Mail yes. in the UK, UK. The you know, New York something Post that's too. considered a, a tabloid publication, yeah, 
the New York Post really is probably one of the most credible media outlets I was amazed. we have in the U.S. at this point. Isn't that crazy? It was like almost a tabloid newspaper, and now it's credible media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. That's we're we're, like, we're in backwards stuff. world. It's like, yeah, uh, we are. Remember that Seinfeld episode? What was that? Bizarro world. Yeah. Bizarro world. Bizarro world. That's yes. Exactly. That's 2020. That's 2020 in a nutshell. Right. Yes. No, absolutely. It's like another dimension that we're in that we, that we need to get out of. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just yeah. crazy. Um, hey, Karen, not to get off, jump off subject, but I have to ask you about this because uh, we have something in common besides being from Jersey. Uh, you were adopted? I, I I am, yeah, I okay. was. And, and I have a really, the, like, the best adoption story ever. And that was actually mm-hmm. one of the reasons I ran for the pageant. I was actually out the the uh, charity that I got drunk at. Well, that's drunk. <laughs> nice. When I decided I was going to be Mrs. Florida, that was actually an organization that helps kids that are foster, uh, that are foster uh, kids that mm-hmm. are aging out of foster care in extended foster care, 18 to 24 place of hope. And okay. I was running a, a cocktail party for them and raising money for them. And that was actually when I met the Mrs. Florida and why I decided to compete was you know, advocating for that charity and foster and adopted uh, children. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I was adopted. Um, my parents never hid it from me or anything like that. And then uh, it took, uh, what was I, 40 years old, Cassie? I mean, I did the 23 in May. Yeah, uh, it was right after It was yeah. right after you turned 40, literally or, like a month. I spit into it too. Cassie, you probably tell the story. You probably tell it better than me. So I, I didn't even do this to find anybody. I decided we should know what his nationality was because we had kids and i'm like i kind of wonder like what you really are and if there's anything you know in your nationality that we should worry about whatever i'm not i'm not adopted so i knew everything i knew most of what i was but i was still curious so we both did a 23 and me and mine came back first and mine popped like relatives and i'm like holy shit maybe we can find relatives of yours because of a 23 and me right so like his came back a couple days later after mine and there was a first it was a first cousin yeah, on yours the first cousin so there was a first cousin on his so i started like you know i'm i'm kind of psycho and mm-hmm. with research and i just know how to find people and i should have been a private detective i think or some <laughs> sort of align those lines like somewhere but i found his first cousin's wife on facebook like i did like a google search found a, found an obituary and found the wife's name um and then found her and i was like uh, i think my husband and your husband are related maybe they're cousins i don't know but you know did he do a 23 and me and she was on a business trip she got back to me she said yeah your husband looks just like our uncle exactly like our <laughs> uncle actually <gasps> so we kind of know who his father is and she sent me a picture and it's <laughs> Literally, is my husband in a 1972? It's, it's fucking a twin. It's a twin of me. It was like, nuts. That is so great. So we we met him. He has two. He has three other kids from a different from a different uh, woman. Mom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we met him. My husband and him are exact same. Like mannerisms, the same laugh. Like it's insane. Yeah. Um. The and we met the brother. The one his one brother is very much very similar to him. The other, there's twins too, so uh, boy and girl twins. They're they're similar, but not as similar as the brother and the father. So then we were like, well, we don't have any other information about his mom because his dad couldn't remember. He was like, I don't know. He was a huge drunk in the 70s. There were a lot of women, and we're like, oh, great. That's awesome. So The drunk womanizer in the 70s, man. We, um... We, we knew, like, her name, but she had a married last name, so we didn't know, like, we actually only knew 
her married last name. We didn't even know her first name. Um, and we asked him, and we were like, do you know anybody? And he was like, oh, that's Diana. And we're like, okay. So I started looking up Diana with the last name. Couldn't find anybody. Eventually, I found somebody that she used to work with and found his mom. Like, what was it, two years after we found your yes. dad? Yeah. Was it two years later? It was t- a year and a half, a two year years, something half, like that. So we have everybody, but there's like all these twins. Thank God I didn't have another kid because I probably would have had twins. Yeah. But there's Imagine. twins on both sides of the family. His parents are awesome people. Like, it's just, it, and they are so much like him. It's mm-hmm. weird. Like, he's just so much like the two of them in different ways. It's like it's definitely it's, not a nurture, it's a nature, crazy and nurture thing. It was such That's a so cool. No, it's not. And you know, I met my birth mother when I was my, when I was eighteen. My okay. and I call my mother my mother. My adoptive mother is my mother. So I get yeah. kind of confusing when you talk to me because it's hard to right. follow if you're you know you're not adopted. But you know, my mom said to me, "Don't you want to find her? I want to know if she's okay." You know, she was fifteen when she had you. I want to know what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And I was 18, and I kind of wasn't ready. I was just afraid of how it would affect my relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wasn't ready. And then I had my daughter at 18, and I became really curious. You know, by the time I was, like, you know, 20, I really wanted to know. And when I was 20, there was no Internet. It wasn't, right. um, you know, what it is today. And I tracked her down. I actually hired a PI, wow. and the PI um, put the final pieces together for me, and he called me and he said, listen, I, you know, I have her phone number and I gave the phone number to a friend of mine that was also adopted. That was working for an adoption agency. He was an intern. It was because I was in college at the, that time. And he made the phone call and he called me back and he goes, holy shit. He goes, it's definitely your mom. He goes, because the first thing she said is no fucking way. And then she said she was going to go drink a Corona and you should call her in a half an hour when she's calmed down. Oh, my God. That's so funny. You know, I called her and I walked into uh, Orlando Airport because um, that was where she lived. And Mm -hmm. I brought my daughter. I immediately flew to Florida to meet her. And we had so much in common. It was just crazy you know here's this jewish girl from new jersey and i'm meeting my you know floridian mom you know who lives in central florida and i get in her her van and she's got hay in the back and you know i realize you know like this is why i'm such an enigma because i'm this combination Mm -hmm. you know of nature versus nurture which i don't think if you're not adopted you can truly understand it because there's so many things that you would assume are environmental that aren't and mm-hmm. so many things that you would assume are biological that aren't and it's hard to put your finger on but there were things that were just so striking just in our mannerisms and the fact that like i was raised so entirely differently but yet we're so often on the same page and um you know she carries a gun and you know nice. she's kind <laughs> of a badass and so you like, know, she's I like this woman. You know, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and she's got a farm, and she's got horses, and she loves animals, and it was just really amazing. And I met her, and my parents immediately could not wait to meet her. And the minute my parents met her, they fell in love with her, and she became part of our extended family. She was actually my maid of honor in my first wedding. <laughs> Um, wow. And yeah, we went on for, you know, for many years to have a beautiful relationship. That's and about awesome. nine years ago, mm-hmm. she called me up and she goes, Oh my God, she's crying, bawling, crying. 
You're never going to believe what happened to me today. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm still in love with him. And I said, what are you talking about? Who are you in love with? And she <laughs> goes, I just had lunch with your birth father and we're going to get married. What? Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, why right? And at the time, she was still married, uh, even though she had been divorced to the guy that she was married to once already. So the relationship really was kind of tumultuous. And mm -hmm. he was a nice guy, but it wasn't working for them. And I said, what are you saying? And she goes, I reconnected with him on classmates. And then we Facebooked each other and we started messaging. And he's been here all along. He lives a half an hour away from me. I can't believe he's been here the entire time. And I love him just as much as I loved him when I was 15. And we're getting married. And sure enough, they ended up getting married. Oh, my God, that's and, crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Fortunately, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Oh, man. Yeah. They were together for four and a half years. They had the most beautiful, amazing relationship for four and a half years. And um, I saw him right before he passed. And, you know, I got to know him. And amazing Army veteran. Again, mm. like so much of me I saw in this human being. I mean, I see pieces of me in, you know, my adoptive parents, my birth parents. And, you know, why is adoption not an option? Why is that no, not I part agree of the dialogue in America? Why do we talk about being, you know, either you're now, and it's so bad now. It's not. No, even it's really bad anymore. now. Yep. You're either, you know, pro-abortion or you're pro-choice. Why is adoption not in the equation? Do you right. know for every right. baby that's born, there's 37 families that will adopt that baby? Yeah. Adoption yeah. is an option. It's very that hard, too. should be the tagline. Yes, I 100% I agree. Obviously, we're coming from the same situation, so I, I've been saying this for 30-something years that that should be uh -huh. uh, definitely like on the table there. That's insane that it's not. It's insane that it's not. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And I, I'm so glad to hear your beautiful story because, you know, the more we talk about these things, I think the more we inspire other people to realize that, you know, there's no stigma in it. You know, I had a baby at 18. I chose to keep the baby. I was fortunate enough to be able to make a life for myself. It wasn't a death sentence. Right. We talk to teenage girls like, oh, if you have a baby, you're screwed. You right. can't go to college. Yep. You'll never have a life. Nobody will marry you. I mean, I can't believe that that's part of the conversation. But, you know, I think another part of the conversation needs to be there's no stigma around the fact that if you don't keep this baby, there's a wonderful, loving family mm -hmm. that would love to raise your child. Mm -hmm. And someday you'll reunite with this beautiful person and, you know, you'll realize why you did it. And I realize why my birth mother did it. And I'm thankful every day that she gave me the life that she did and mm -hmm. that she made such a positive choice for me. Right. And right. now adoption's not even what it was. Like there's open open adoptions now. Like you could have a relationship with the parent with the people that adopt your child, like from day one. And it's not right. even like, oh, I have to find my mom later on and let you know, like right. you can have that relationship. Like yeah, like when we were adopted it was a closed adoption. Right. So there was no information right. given. So uh but nowadays you know everything. So I mean what's even to deter you from doing it. I mean, I mean, I know there's reasons, but I'm just saying, like, it's just, I don't know. I 100% I agree with you on that one, though. Um, 
<clears throat> so Karen, I have to ask this, even though part of me is saying not to, but I have to ask this because you're on the show. So uh, now you spent some time in federal prison recently. I did. Uh, you did. I did. Okay. Recently, uh -huh. I didn't realize it now, was recently. Oh, yeah. Now, what was oh, that? Yeah, like right at the beginning of COVID. Everybody oh Jesus! With me. Well, then all right. Then it wasn't that bad. Yeah, right. So we all, we all locked down with you. That's nice. Wow. That's nice. That's cool. Um. So like uh. So what were you uh? What, what did you go to jail for? So I was basically targeted by you know the deep state in a lot of ways. I mean mm -hmm. the deep state is not just you know the deep state as far as you know you think about it. It's just the DC thing. You know, the swamp is really murky, and in Florida, it's just steps away from my doorstep. And my mother, unfortunately, um, was a victim of guardianship, and I was not really aware of what guardianship meant and the racket that revolves around guardianship. And what ended up happening with my mom is she was placed – my mom had advanced Alzheimer's, and it was really mm. – a tough situation for me. I was her sole caregiver. I'm an only child. And, uh, you know, and my adoption played into this because they tried to discredit me and say, oh, you know, I'm adopted, I'm adopted, I'm adopted. And it was really horrific and horrible because she was my mother. At the end of the day, right. she meant everything to me. And I was fighting for her. And I placed her in a nursing home that unfortunately was neglecting her. And I stood up against that, and I was fighting for her, and I was trying to do everything that I could to fight back against this neglectful nursing home. And they hired a very litigious law firm that seems to sue for sport and profit. Mm -hmm. um, of they've course. actually Slip been and in before. Yeah, they've had um, you know, they've had headlines about them before. Actually, the lawyer that's handling my civil suit, Ronald Denman, he actually had sued them. Um, and a jury awarded his client $16.4 million for doing a family wrong in guardianship in a, in a story that's very parallel to mine. Mm -hmm. So as I fought with this nursing home and fought with this nursing home, they made a smart decision in the moment to hire a law firm that was very adapted in getting guardianships placed on people. And they came in and they said, well, you know, you owe this money to the nursing home. You're not paying them. You know, you're hiring private aides. You really shouldn't be doing that because she's in a full-scale facility. But, of course, I was doing that because I wanted her to get the proper care yeah. as her daughter. Of course. And I was withholding payment because they were neglecting my mom. Mm -hmm. So this, uh, this law firm came in and they asked if we could appoint a professional guardian. And being very naive to how guardianship works, in my mind, I remembered, you know, riding those subways with my mom in the 70s when, you know, New York was Fear City and seeing mm -hmm. the guardian angels jump on the train and fight the bad guys. Right. So I thought to myself, great, let's appoint a guardian. It'll be somebody to advocate for my mom, to advocate for my family. And um, unfortunately, that's not the way the system works. That guardian became little more than an extension of the nursing home and an extension of a very litigious law firm. And basically, you know, they were all in bed with a prosecutor, a prosecutor who, after my case, retired, ironically, <laughs> who happened to be a staunch Democrat who of was course. attached to the Democratic law firm. That, and I shouldn't even say Democratic because they're not Democratic, they're Democrats. Right. But the law firm that came after me has been affiliated with the Democrat Party down here since the turn of the century. I mean, this is all factual. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they use my political position against me. 
and basically painted me as a monster that I had withheld the money from the nursing home and they didn't pay them. And that, you know, I had withheld, you know, my mother applying for Medicaid, which was not the case. I had applied again and again Mm -hmm. and the nursing home failed to respond. And guess what? After I ended up serving time in prison, the nursing home actually was paid in full by Medicaid because ironically, my mother was eligible all along. So there was no (laughs) nursing home bill. But, you know, if you read read the papers and you read the things that they wrote about me, I'm a monster Mm. who, you know, was $220,000 was owed to this nursing home. Medicaid paid every penny of that. So basically they strung me up on a charge for a $17,000 misdemeanor for misappropriating Social Security funds because I had taken a portion of the Social Security money, which, by the way, I paid in full back to the government. And now, because I'm the PR of the estate, the money is going to be reverted back into the estate, which is completely asinine. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I ended up taking the plea deal because at that time, my lawyer, who had been Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, is before Jeffrey Epstein kills himself. <laughs> yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. The situation is so convoluted, it's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, taking a $17,000 misdemeanor plea made sense no. rather than trying to fight the federal government to the tune of three or $300,000 or $400,000 yeah. easily. Right. Um, and I had no criminal record. I'd never been accused of anything in my life. And you know, the prosecutor had promised me that, you know, I would basically get probation. It would be over with. And I was going to, you know, take this charge for conversion because I had put the money in, you know, my personal checking account. Mm-hmm. You know, I had spent it on AIDS, but I shouldn't have because it was supposed to go to the nursing home. And that was how they got me. But they were looking for information on anything else I would have given them. They wanted a bigger fish to fry. Of course. You know, I've handled crisis management for you know, a lot of high profile cases over the years, my husband's an attorney. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was I got caught up in this malicious prosecution game. And unfortunately, this is the way that it works. And my eyes were, you know, pried open to the fact that we have a real problem in our probate courts and our guardianship system where the elderly are held hostage. Mm -hmm. They tied my hands behind my back. And, (laughs) you know, I hate to even I didn't want to talk about what happened to my mother because I'm actually suing for unlawful death and I'll, I'll likely win that suit, which, which again, none of the papers are talking about. Of course not. Because my mother was severely neglected in this nursing home and she died as a result of that. Jesus. Um, and there was nothing I could do to help her because in the guardianship, I became powerless. Mm-hmm. Um, even though my kids and me and I have adult children, we tried to advocate and fight for her. We were told again and again, there's nothing you can do. The Guardian has the ultimate decision-making capabilities, and we can't do anything for you. I called the ombudsman. I called the state, and I was told I had no rights. Um, So, you know, guardianship, unfortunately, is not a system that works in, you know, I don't know, 80% of cases. I mean, maybe there's 20% where it works. Mm -hmm. But even that, I think, is probably a stretch. But what happened to me could happen to anyone. The only difference about me is... Yeah, they used my, you know, they used my political position. They strung me up. And uh, for a $17,000 misdemeanor for a first-time offender who never had anything more than a, a traffic ticket in her life, they sent right. me to 30 days in a maximum security wow. federal that prison. That sucks. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. It's we, terrible. Uh, we did a preview video before you were here on air, and uh, it was an ABC report about that. 
and the liberal mm-hmm. guy who did the report looked like he had the glee in his face. He's like, yes, and this mm-hmm. turn going to jail. Like, he was so excited, and they had to bring up that you were a conservative commentator like 17 fucking times. Like, that of was, course. Of course. <laughs> You're using the money to fund your lavish lifestyle. Yeah, your lavish right? lifestyle. My social lavish. security. 17, 17 <laughs> grand to fund my lavish lifestyle. That's my favorite part. You know, Could have bought a Honda. actually used 17 grand. Right, that's what my daughter said. She's like, it's a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be on the Housewives with a Toyota Corolla because a lot of the articles said that I was doing it to fund my dream of being a real housewife and my daughter called me the day oh my god and said so mom sir are you gonna be on the real housewives driving your corolla is that <laughs> what's next i mean it's just for for most of us again it's the same thing that we go back to talking about election fraud for most of us we look at that and we say what like something's wrong here like something doesn't add up the math no. doesn't work right you know how does that happen how does somebody for a $17,000 white-collar misdemeanor with no criminal record, how does she land in a maximum security federal prison? And the answer is simple, because they wanted to make me, you know, a target because of my big mouth and because of my political position Mm -hmm. and because they would have liked a bigger fish to fry. And guess what? I'm not a rat, and I would never, ever, 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 ever give them a bigger fish to fry to just to get myself out of a situation. Right. So, you know, I went in there balls to the wall and you know what? I got to tell you something. I met a lot of people in this maximum security federal prison that come from very different walks of life who, you know, had very different upbringings than me and, You know, being an adopted kid, you know, it's very easy to think, you know, hey, you know what? (laughs) One wrong term and my life could have been different. One Mm. wrong decision on behalf of any of these people. And I could be one of these people. I could have grown up in a a tough environment. And Mm -hmm. you realize that, you know, you're not so different. And that becomes your community. And it made me more human. And I, I really am thankful for the experience. Wow. As crazy as that might and sound. No, it doesn't sound crazy at all. And speaking of that experience, I grew up in the 80s watching movies Caged Heat on HBO. It's um, not real. <laughs> now, was there? did you see any like hot like prison sex when you were in there? <laughs> I, you know, I saw a lot of things in there. Like, I found out that there are girls that make dildos out of turkey sausages. Wow. That was enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> that's how desperate times become when yeah, you're in there. I guess so. Um, yeah, no, it was it was it was interesting, and I I learned a lot about people. I mean, there's you know there's a, you have to create your own entertainment, and you mm. know there, I didn't see I didn't see a lot of sex. I mean, it definitely went on. There was definitely a lot of lesbians, but mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know, I guess if you're in there for ten years and you know, you're not going to have a relationship on the outside and, you know, you're Where else you going to go? In your right. 20s. What are you doing? Like, you know, obviously, like... You I'd be grabbing some turkey up. sausage at that point. Yeah. <laughs> get a turkey sausage and get it on. <laughs> did you ever see... Uh, did you ever see anybody do the Frosty the Snowman? Ah, yeah. drink! <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. What is the Frosty That's the our Snowman? Drink. It's our drinking word. It's a drinking word of the night. I'll tell you exactly what it is. So the definition... <laughs> Of Frosty the Snowman is a game where you get four of your friends, mostly guys or girls who can squirt, where you uh, you all jack off into a top hat, uh, and the last person to come or the person who can't come into the hat has to wear the hat resembling melting snowman. <laughs> Did you ever see that in jail? 
no, I never saw that. That sounds absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but, uh, right? You know, Gross. Hi. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we should just all take a drink at that point. Yes, uh, uh, drink. I had around that. I need to be drinking. <laughs> all right. Karen, thank you for playing along with that. I, I definitely I've, appreciate it. <laughs> I've tried to tell him for years that not much happens. I oh yeah, to, I for, went to, my wife Cassie here is doing the show. Cassie actually went to prison, so we do have we have, prison, we have more in common. It wasn't federal yeah. prison though. She went to maximum lockup. But I prison. actually did something. So, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I, what did you do? I want to know, Cassie. So I, when I was eighteen, I had a drug problem. Um, you know, because it, I live in New Jersey and it's boring and. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to, and my parents were divorced, so I wanted to shock my father. So I had a drug problem, and uh, I got in with the wrong crowd, uh, particularly a boyfriend and a best friend. And we decided to rob a gas station. And uh, basically, it was my idea. Uh, I told the the boys tried to back out, and I told them if we were literally standing outside, and I was like, they can see us. If you guys don't want to do this, I'm doing this by myself because I'm going to get caught anyway, so might as well, you know. Um, and we only got like 600 bucks, but we bought more drugs, and we went and got China Buffet, and then, <laughs> I don't know, I was 18. And then like- Help week, you fund your lavish and, lifestyle and at China Buffet. And then, uh, so I went to, I went to, to state, state prison um, for a year and a half, actually. Um, and nine months of it, I was in jail. The rest, I was in rehab. And then I came out, and I've never... God, I don't think I've done anything bad since, right? No, you never that got in was, trouble since? I was since? 18. That was over... That was 22 years ago. Jesus. Yes. Unlike Hunter Biden, you cleaned yourself up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, because... Yeah, well... No, and, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. But... Yeah, no, that sounds like that really sucked. I, yeah, and, it know, was the, terrible. The, it's... Again, you're... You know, you're... Everybody, everybody has, you know, certain life experiences and things that lead them into situations, good and bad. And I met so many people in prison that were relatable. You know, for example, you know, my bunkie, and that's what you call it, and it's not a roommate, it's a bunkie. Yeah. My bunkie was there for manslaughter. And, uh, you know, her story <laughs> was very relatable. She was, you know, in the streets and, you know, where she lives is a really tough area. And, you know, there's a lot of drug deals. There's things going on. There's things, you know, there's always a boyfriend. There's always a boyfriend. Always a boyfriend. Always. Always oh, yeah. a boyfriend involved in these situations. And, you know, her boyfriend, whatever, whatever. And a girl actually came after her mother with a knife. Jesus. So she jumped in and basically stabbed this girl to death in the street in self-defense because she was protecting her mother. She, you know, Well, she had a terrible lawyer then because... <laughs> terrible. And I thought about it and I said, well, I was... trying to protect my mom too. Like, I get it. Like, I get how that could happen. Yeah. And, you know, although I've never been in a knife fight in the street, you know, had I grown up differently and had I not been adopted by wonderful parents... You know, maybe I would be in that circumstance, and maybe that would be me. Right. So, you know, we're very, we're very quick to judge. You know, I, yeah. I interviewed Kelsey Grammer of all people <laughs> right <laughs> after my media shit show hit. I actually went out to Long Island, and he was there for a film festival, and he sat on the red carpet to me. I said, you know, what do you think is the biggest problem that we have in America right now? Why are we so divided? And he said, 
you know, judgment without knowledge is the greatest. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, oh, my God, you have no idea how impactful this is to me right now. And I'm going to tell everybody that Kelsey Grammer told me this. (laughs) And I have this on video so I can prove that this happened. Wow. And, you know, I walked away from that. I said, yeah, it's exactly a judgment without knowledge is the greatest of crimes. Mm -hmm. And when I walked into prison, I had no judgment. I walked in and I said, you know, this is going to be my community for the next 30 days. And, you know, I'm going to have to go in there and make friends with people who, you know, I wouldn't meet otherwise. And I looked at it as an opportunity. I looked at it as a learning experience. I looked at it as if I was a journalist, you know, doing a documentary. And um, I wrote down a lot of stories. And, you know, hopefully at some point that'll be the second book. You know, I've already written my first book, which is about the story behind how I ended up in prison and what happened to my mom, which Mm -hmm. that story needs to be told. The story of my mother ending in the guardianship is really important, and not a single media outlet wanted to cover that. Nobody wanted Mm. to talk about the bed sores that riddled my mother's body. Nobody wanted to talk about the litigious predators that came after my mother that came out of the swamp and came after me. Mm -hmm. They wanted to talk about conservative commentator goes to jail. (laughs) Right. That's right. the That's sexy the headline. headline. I don't know if you right. know Dan. I don't know right. if you know Dan Bongino, but he always says, you know, the media tells you a story, not the story. Mm-hmm. It's you know a story, whatever fits their narrative. Yep. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Karen. Uh, one question I did have for you, and I know you're drinking wine, which is fantastic. But uh, so you you and you had a story before where you actually came up with uh, running for Mrs. Florida because you know when you were drinking. So I guess you're a drinker, I could say, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was drinking when I ran for Mrs. Florida, and I'm drinking now, and I'm drinking Pinot Grigio, and that was the same thing I was drinking that night. Is that, oh, nice. Is that your go-to, the Pinot Grigio? I, you know, it's not my go-to. I actually really like tequila, but no. like, nice. Pinot Grigio is a nice, mellow buzz. Yeah. But I, if I was going to go full, like, balls to the wall, I would do tequila. All right. You look like a girl that would like tequila, actually, so okay. that makes sense to me. Um, and Karen, <laughs> you might have had the greatest drinking decision ever. Like, I get terrible ones. I call, like, ex-girlfriends <laughs> in the middle of the night. I'm like, hey, baby. They're like, what do you want? But you, like, I'm running from Miss Florida. And, like, you did it. So that was, like, awesome. <laughs> Definitely yeah, awesome. Yeah, like, I mean, it was either that or I was going to be, like, Cassie and rob a gas station. Yeah. So, you know, really. I didn't rob a gas station like a for booze, though. <laughs> she had a grape soda bottle. <laughs> I did. That was a grape snapple. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, oh, I found a, I found a bottle on the brain. Let me break it and use it as my weapon. What the fuck, dude? I think about that, and I, I like, it's funny because I have kids, and they know everything that happened. And my son actually wants to be a cop, so I'm always like, you can't do anything bad, or you're not gonna be able to be a cop. But like, they know, and they're like, oh, you know, we we understand, we we get that you like messed up, and like, you know, we we see that you're better now, or whatever. But it's like, I think about my, and it's like 18, and it's like, back then you thought you were like an adult, and you were like, oh my yeah. god, I'm an adult, and I'm, <laughs> I'm on top of the world, and everything, and like, I look at my, like, my kids, and I'm like, they're like, like, 18 years old, like, babies, like, yeah, what was know, I doing? You don't know shit, at 18. I was like, break, breaking bottles on the ground, like, I'm gonna use this and stab this guy if I need to, and like, I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what? <laughs> Seriously, it's crazy to think, like, that I thought I was like, this, like, I knew everything, I'm 18 years old, like, right. 
It could have been much worse, though. You could have stabbed the guy, and yeah. then you wouldn't even be here right now. could have now. been much worse. The guy could have done something to me, and right. I wouldn't be here right now. Right. No, in, in another sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's scary shit. So. Yeah, it kind of all worked out <clears throat> well, at least, but... Well, God had a plan for it, so yeah. there you are, and you came we're out better all, for we're it. All a step, we're all a step away from that. Oh, you yeah. Know, at 18, you're all a step away from that. It's, it's all, you know, it, you're a step away at any point in time. You could be that girl breaking that bottle on the ground. You know, I was lucky enough not to do that. But I feel like we were all a step away from that. Yes. <clears throat> no, absolutely. Uh, Karen, you've been fantastic here tonight. Um, you've almost therapy for me in some points talking about the adoption stuff. So I definitely appreciate that. That's been incredible. Thank you. Uh, I'm no. so glad you brought that up because that's not something I normally get to talk about. And it's one of my favorite topics. Yeah. When I was doing my research, that obviously stood out to me. I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. I didn't even see the Jersey thing, but like that, that that's amazing. <laughs> so, um, yeah. no, thank I, And I love your story. Your story is awesome. Like, uh, really awesome. So, um, I'm, I'm so happy to hear other stories besides mine. So that, that's really cool. I just want to, uh, promote a couple of things for you. Now, uh, you mentioned your show earlier, uh, which is uh, behind the headlines, which is very important right now. So uh, now is that like a podcast or when does that air? So we can check that out. That's actually on YouTube. YouTube, and, um, okay. I, I urge everybody to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I do also have a show on iHeartRadio called uh, Red America Radio, which yes. uh, we are actually on hiatus until after the inauguration, but we will be back. Okay. And Red America Radio is on Spotify, on iHeart, everywhere that you listen to great podcasts. But behind the headlines, TV is probably the most important thing that your listeners should be watching. And that's on YouTube. And you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I do new episodes, uh, you know, pretty much every week, every 10 days. And I try to put out everything in a concise, methodical platform to get you the information that's really what's happening behind the headlines. Got it. Got it. So your, your co-host on that show is an, is an African-American? Yeah, that Chris doesn't. Metzler, you're making Dr. any sense. Metzler. You're supposed to be racist. You're supposed to be racist. It doesn't oh, fit the narrative. Doesn't fit the narrative. It's the best. I don't fit the. I don't fit the narrative anywhere. I'm a Jewish girl from New Jersey. People totally pigeonhole me, and they're like, "She's some Southern blonde-haired, loudmouth, you know, biatch." Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they then they're like, "No, you know, the accent's kind of giving away. You know, she must be. She's waspy. I, I'm none of those things. <laughs> no, not at all." Not at all. You're, you've been fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for being on. Our first political commentator ever, uh, Karen. Uh, it's definitely been a success. Th thank you so much, Karen. You, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pleased to have been here and so I like great to be with my fellow Jersey peeps. Absolutely. Yep. All right, thanks. Merry Christmas, Karen. Thank you so much. Thanks. <laughs> all right, folks. That was Karen. She was awesome. No, she was you awesome. say Merry Christmas and she's Jewish. <laughs> Good job. Oh, Good job. What about Happy Hanukkah? It, that's Friday. Oh, God. She said it like a hundred times that she was Jewish. Happy Hanukkah, said, Karen. Christmas. Happy if Hanukkah, you're still Karen. Listening. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, but she, she gets it. She wasn't insulting. She's not. No. That's a great way to end it. Great way to end it. So, like I said, midget, and somebody got insulted and whined. So, uh, anyway, I got to take a piss break real quick. I, I messaged our next guest and told her we're running late. Uh, you know what's so amazing, though? She won that beauty contest. In 2016, now she had to have what, like 20 years on all these other girls that are running? Well, misses. Misses, so you no. have to be a mom. You have yeah. to be like married. But they're probably right. like late 20s, nah. you know? I mean, maybe she had like 10 years. It's still, it's impressive. No, it's definitely impressive. And she was 
Uh, she was awesome. I, I I loved it. So I was nervous no, about having political commentators. She was fucking awesome. She was really good. Yeah. Like I want to like go to Florida and like hang out with her. Yeah, me too. Drink some. Like, wine I want to like look her up when we're if we ever go to Florida. Drink some like, Pinot Grigio. No, no, get her some uh, the Rock's tequila. The Rock actually has good tequila. I drink it all the fucking time. The Rock does. Yeah, <laughs> it's Tremada. It's cool. I heard it's about that. Yes. Good. Yes. Um, all right, folks, we're gonna take a. a does brief... he do the people's eyebrow? Like, it doesn't even have his no, picture. I gotta on piss. We're gonna take a, br a brief, quick break. Just pee in a bottle. And then once we get back, we're gonna have a lot. Shalane here live and show just uh, we've only gone for like two minutes All right. everyone catered to Andre justifiably so you know a case of beer it was always you know booze it was always whatever it is Andre wanted he enjoyed performing but uh, he enjoyed the the party afterwards the stories about Andre's drinking are almost a, another level of mythology from the man himself Andre was certainly, I mean, one of, if not the greatest drinker that ever lived. I myself saw him almost every night drink 7,000 calories worth of alcohol. Say 20 to 25 beers, maybe four bottles of wine, usually several mixed drinks. Brother, I was with him one night when he drank 106 beers. 106. Yeah. That's Andre the Giant, brother. Andre was a big drinker after the matches. Most wrestlers would like maybe have a six pack and Andre, the minimum that he would ever have was 24. He liked the wine. He'd have him bring in a case to start the day, a case of wine. We go to this hotel. I mean, drinking and drinking and drinking and all of a sudden now we're time to go to bed. And we get close to the elevator, Andre. He drops. And the manager of the hotel says, what are you going to do? I says, call AAA. That's all I can tell you. I was there. I did, wasn't there for the drinking. I was there the next morning in the lobby when he's still sleeping on the floor. Nobody could keep up with him. No, I don't, I don't care who you were. Hey, everybody. It's Eric and Frenzy from TwoBeardedLosers.com. Uh, uh, Frenzy, you like porno? Who doesn't? You like puppets? Love them. You like racially insensitive puppets that make prank calls to random people and used to be celebrities? I did in 1990. <laughs> Have you ever wondered why Ginger Lynn would stick a whole block of Velveeta cheese up her crotch? No, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> if you like all of these and, and more, check out Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Fantastic podcast hosted by... Chris and Cassie Finley, almost every Wednesday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook. They interview many famous porn stars, many new porn stars, do many prank calls, get drunk, and show stupid videos with live interaction in their Facebook chat. Um, highly recommend it, and if your comment is, well, is good enough, they'll even read it on air, and then you'll be famous to the three people that are actually watching it. I have been watching them for numerous times. Frenji has never heard of them, but he is going to make sure he checks them out this Wednesday, quite possibly. Drinking Dirty in Jersey on Facebook every Wednesday. A whole block of Alveda for real? Swear to God, I think she got a turkey leg up there, too. Mm, it's like Disney World. Boom. Jimmy, this is some serious gourmet shit. Yo, we are back. <laughs> Thanks for 
Bearing with us through our piss break. Yes. Um, fantastic. So we're going to watch Elaine here in a while. We're running real late with her interview, so hopefully she picks yeah. up. Um, so uh, You told her, right? Yeah, I, I messaged her. She didn't message me back. But anyway, oh, let's do a little preview. Now, this preview is funny. I tried to edit this video, and I had such a hard time. It's all just smacking and sex. It was just butt and dude. Yes, just butt and dude. And I assure you that's her. <laughs> Yeah, Zuckerberg's watching in such concern. Yes, Zuckerberg. It's all right. It's not about politics anymore. You can go away. All right. <laughs> you get the point. Let's get out Lasha Lane here on the show. I guarantee you, we could have like fucking. We could have fucking on our show. It wouldn't even be fucking flagged at this point right now because there's so. The much only concern is we did have her, and we were actually talking about Biden. At one point, oh, so. well, probably our show's gonna get fucking. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned elections or something. Well, we're yeah. recording it, so yeah, that's, that's okay. Fine. We're recording our Max Hedrum live here show, so that's fine. We just gotta fix the cameras. Like that's it. It's not even. It's not even that bad. The really. next, the the other computer is fine. It's okay. fixed. So in January, we also gotta figure out Zoom though too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we'll figure it all out. Plenty of ones gonna be fit. Hello. Oh, so we picked up. We gotta get to the 21st century. Hello. Yes, hello, Lasha. Yes. Hey, this hey. is Chris from Drinking Dirty in Jersey. How Sorry, you doing? We're so late. I know we're really late. Set, y'all. <laughs> no, I apologize. Our first interview uh, went very, very long, so I, I heartfully long, apologize. <laughs> I hope you're okay with no the time. Worries. Oh, good, yeah, good. good. Excellent. Good. Excellent. So, it sounds like you're like at dinner. Yeah, you had a dinner party or something, or what's going on over there? No, I'm at I'm at um, one of the really oldest, coolest restaurants in Las Vegas right now. Nice. Oh, oh, nice, I nice. Pepper, I know the Pepper Mill. Yeah. Those, like, cool, like, fireplace thingies in the it's middle of the room. It's so old Vegas. It's, it's so cool, so though. Vegas. That's been I in a million it. movies, that restaurant. <laughs> and nice. It's been lots of TV right and movies. Right now. <laughs> Look at her. She's like, yeah, fuck you. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Shut up. How's Greece, girl? <laughs> so, Lasha, um, we've, we were born in the same year, uh, almost the same day. So, uh, we have a lot in common. So, um, pleasure. We have a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Uh, hopefully, you can excuse yourself on the peppermint a little bit. Wait, you're an Aries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I'm why I fucking. Fire sign. That's why I I fucking like you. See? It all makes sense. Yeah, I'm a triple fire sign. I'm an Aries sign, a Leo moon, and a Sagittarius rising. Oh, I'm shit. sorry, a Leo, Sagittarius rising, and a Leo moon. Look at you. Wow, wow. Okay, Jesus. Full of fire. Damn. She's so fiery. <laughs> Vodka pineapple. Nice. Good drink. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> Makes your jizz taste good. Oh my god. She doesn't have jizz. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I was ordering a drink at the, the restaurant, so I didn't hear what you said. I apologize. No, no, no. It's okay. He's just was, fucking with you. No, I was talking about the drink oh, that you okay. ordered. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. He's like, it makes yeah. your jizz taste well, good. Yes. It's pineapple juice. And I'm like, she doesn't have jizz. The Syrah coconut pineapple. I can't order. I can't order any alcohol right now. You can't. Oh, because of the time. Oh, was oh, it? Uh, you can't order in Vegas at this time, or? Um, I don't know what's going on here. I think he just didn't want to take my drink order. <laughs> oh, Jesus, asshole! Can put him on the, the phone with me. I'll yeah, put him on the phone. We'll talk to him on the show. What the fuck you doing? Take a drink order. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking wash a lane. He doesn't know what he's dealing with. Oh, God damn it! Give me my drink. Yeah, exactly. Do you know who she is? <laughs> no, Jesus he Christ! Know who I am. Thank you. <laughs> 
the famous Lasha Lane. Get the fuck out of here. Give me my drink. I am so not famous. <laughs> well, you're famous in our world, but but um, and you're famous. Oh, like you, you're more famous than uh, you think you are. You actually are. So um, but I'm, I'm gonna. Infamous. Yes, you're infamous. There you go. There you go. That's a good time. Aren't we all? Um, Seriously. Yeah. So, uh, Lasha, we spoke a couple months ago, and you were you were kind of getting back into the industry, and you had a couple of um, yeah. sidesteps. Your house burned down, and then COVID happened. But uh, how are things going with you right now? Is, is everything going good? Things, things are so much better now than they ever were before. I'm working with Gamma now and doing my own stuff, producing my own content. Um and just enjoying myself getting ready to go to the czech republic nice and nice shoot there the eastern um, block <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm getting out of the united states man <laughs> so well, we all want to get out of the united states right now so i understand yeah. that <laughs> yeah definitely i'm gonna do that and take care of and, and see it and i also have some surgeries coming up so you're gonna see an entirely new russia a little bit. Oh, wow. All right. That's exciting. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> are the, what are those surgeries going to be? Are they be bigger boobs or you, you wanna, don't want to tell oh, anybody yeah. right now? No, oh, okay. Getting everything. Everything done. Wow. Um, the the works, huh? A, yeah. I lost about 175 pounds. Damn, wow. Jeez. Yeah. So I have to get all the skin removed. And got it. I got to get, get my boobs done so they look like they used to. Fantastic. Uh, how'd you lose all the weight? Was it slim fast or like, what'd you do to lose it? <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, it was not fast. <laughs> Can you get a vodka pineapple, please? Oh, you... Vodka pineapple? Dude, make this guy give you a fucking drink. <laughs> it's frustrating. It's regular well. I think Thank I want to call the pepper right now. I'm yell at this guy. Serve her drinks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on over there? <laughs> oh, it's, it's we're good. Okay, finally got a drink. Yeah. Oh, yay! <laughs> Woo! Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so that's um, yeah. So I lost 175 pounds. Wow. And I got to get all this excess skin removed, and uh, it should be fun after that. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen in my career after that. I'm gonna probably go apeshit on everybody. Well, that's uh, Lasha Lane going apeshit and everybody. Sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> speaking of going apeshit and everybody, how's the Roman shower business going? I mean, are you still doing Roman showers? or? <laughs> I've never, you know what? I've never done a really good Roman shower. I tried to last mm -hmm. week. Last week? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to last week when I was in New York. And um, when I vomit, it sounds really bad. So Whoa. it's not sexy. Yeah. <laughs> sexy <laughs> well i think the whole act is not sexy <laughs> not just the sound <laughs> that's my opinion though well, that's because you're not into it yes <laughs> it's it's really funny because um i was actually supposed to shoot a scene last night not yet um i was actually supposed to see the scene last night and it was supposed to have a roman shower in it okay and and I was like, nah, bro, we're not doing that because it was not fun last week when I tried. <laughs> so Roman showers are still a consistency and, and familiar in your life. Uh, I'm sorry, say that one more time. No, that's no, okay. So Roman showers are still a part of your life, like a, like a very consistent basis. No, no, no. <laughs> No, <laughs> I just like to gag a little. Got it. What about Scotty P? Is he still requesting that you Roman showers his cock? That was who I was supposed to shoot with. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have, I have a good Scotty drunk memory. 
<laughs> it was Scotty, actually. And we were supposed to shoot last night, and um, we're actually going to try tonight. So Nice. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. He wants it. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's going to be pineapple juice everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. At least it'll smell good. So that's a good thing. No. <laughs> it smells funny. The, what? The pineapple? <laughs> Coming up? No, no, no. No. Oh. Um... <laughs> Actually, I haven't regurgitated pineapple yet. It burns. I'll let just, just it doesn't really. Yeah, kind of sucks. Acid. <gasps> and I love pineapple. Me too. Yeah, me too. Um, I know. It's and I've puked every liquid you the could possibly thing imagine. The best to throw up is cookies. Strawberry shake. Cookies. <laughs> cookies are amazing. Yeah, cookies are up. good. Strawberry shake is good too. Ooh, it tastes good coming up as it does going down. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Just yeah. No, nothing with acid. Like I wasn't vomiting in any penises, milk, but I mean, it's, it tastes good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever vomited on a penis either, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, vomiting on a penis is is a is a is a skill. <laughs> yeah, takes uh, aiming, a good you know, preciseness. You need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lasha, um, have you ever done a uh, speaking of crazy sex moves? Have you ever done a Frosty the Snowman? Oh, drink. <laughs> what is that? Right, I'm gonna tell on. you exactly what the Frosty the Snowman is. Uh, so now. Frosty the Snowman is a game where you get four of your friends, mostly guys or girls who can squirt, where you all jack off into a top hat, and the last person to come or the person who can't come into the hat has to wear the hat in resembling a melting snowman. Is that something you have done? I have not, but it sounds like a hell of a good time. It and does. I would probably be the last one. <laughs> so you'd be wearing the top hat. <laughs> I would be wearing the top hat. Thank you. Top hat. I got my drink. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, motherfucker. I have no drink. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything else. Um, so, uh, so Lasha, um, last time you were yes, on our show, this is very fascinating. You had uh, banged a bunch of, I'd say celebrities. You, you openly, admittedly, that you, you openly admitted Musicians. that you uh, banged Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, which oh, yeah. was amazing. Um, you know, one of the best basketball players of all time. Um, but more fascinating to us, yes, more fascinating to us is that you banged a bunch of famous musicians and famous bands. So that, yes. that that's very fascinating. So what I'm going to do, and I know you don't want to say names, but I'm going to guess because I, oh, I, I totally I, do. But I'm not going <laughs> all right, so I'm going to guess the names, right? And tell me how I do because I'm pretty good. At, okay. I'm pretty good at photo photo investigation. So you photo name one of, investigation. One of the yeah. bands that you named was Smashing Pumpkins. Now yes. in the band Smashing Pumpkins was the the the, the band member James Iha. No, James. No, I didn't fuck James. You didn't fuck James. Okay. No. Um, well, then there's really that. only one of. Oh, no, there's like four or five no, members no, no, in no, the band. No, 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 no. There's a Chinese guy. That's James, James Iha. Yeah, that's oh. the Chinese guy. Yes. Iha. 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 I saw Iha. him on the Iha. The first, he was the first celebrity I ever saw ever. And I was on a plane to LA and he was on the plane. And my boss is like, that's the guy from Smashing Pumpkins. And I'm like, oh my God, oh. it is. Lord. That wasn't Billy so Corgan, right was it? Was it Billy Corgan? I am not going to confirm See? or deny. Okay. Say. All right. So, so we'll get off Smashing Pumpkins. So I'm wrong on Smashing Pumpkins. I'll just say he was bald. Oh, oh okay. Oh, no. oh, all right. That answers the question. All right. We're done. That's fantastic. Um, now, a Nine Inch Nails was another band you brought up, which blew Cassie's mind. Um, but my guess of the, of the band member that you did, was it Robin Fink? No. For, for them, I can't tell you. 
Okay. I, I'm, an on, I'm on an NDA for that one. Got it, got it. Okay. Andy, I don't think you're so good at this photo journalism. No, I know. Oh. I, I, this is the first time I'm trying it, so. <laughs> Dude, oh, I'm like God, so jealous of your life. Seriously. Jesus. Now, mm -hmm. now, another band that I guess was Rage Against the Machine, which you, you admitted that you had sex with somebody. Now, I wanted to, th I, first I was thinking Zach De La Rocha, but I didn't know if it was going to go that much to the top. So I came to a conclusion that it was Tim Comerford. Is it Tim Comerford? It wasn't. No, 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 no. Um, it was uh, actually the drummer and his brother. Wow. Oh, so a little threesome action. Damn. Look at you. Yeah. The drummer, yeah. The drummer that really up. cool because he makes cheesecakes. Cheesecakes. Oh, wow. wow. Like uh, Prince liked, uh, like Prince liked pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, so he was a cheesecake guy. Nice. Mm -hmm. So after a nice uh, hardcore threesome with two brothers, you had some cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> or during. It did happen during. simultaneously. You see? Oh, nice. Nice. It, it did not happen. No, it did not happen simultaneously. Oh, no. Oh, it did not. I oh. wish it did. No, there was a couple years distance in between the two, so they weren't that freaky. So oh, got it. Got it. No okay. good story there. I wish there was like cheesecake eating while doing it. Cheesecake with incest. That would have been amazing. So do I. <laughs> Now the other, the last man that you had mentioned, you did mention the, well, the last band you mentioned was Body Count. Um, now my guess, was Body Count. I don't know the band too well, but was it Ernie in Body Count? <laughs> Ernie? No, no, Ernie's not my style. I'm no? more of an Evan girl. Ah, oh, Tara oh, Patrick style. Oh. <laughs> but I did not say that I had sex with. No, I know. I'm allegedly. <laughs> this is all, allegedly. This is all alleged, guessing. Allegedly. This is some stupid, silly radio game. Don't worry. Nothing's facts here. No, Don't worry about no. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <we're> just ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, thank allegedly. you, Lasha, for clearing a lot of that up for us. That's that's amazing. Oh, you're um, totally okay. Yeah. You're welcome. I now, love this. Hey, any uh, last time you were on the show, you mentioned that you're trying to make a porn movie festival. Is there any uh, movement on that? Nah, nah, there's no, no, because the Las Vegas one um, has a really bad, I guess, reputation attached to it. And um, San Francisco is really doing a good job with a porn fest at the moment. Got it. So I don't want to steal their thunder. You know, Shine is doing an amazing job with um, with doing a porn film festival up in San Francisco. I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> God, all right, look at you being respectful. That's that's nice. Um, now, uh, speaking of being respectful with your vodka and pineapple, uh, this year <laughs> we've talked to many African American adult stars, and uh, it seems like and every year and every time we have them on, they talk about the same thing about moving forward with uh, you know as far as how the adult industry treats African Americans, and it seems like uh -huh. you guys have made major strides this year with the African American community. Yeah, with BIPOC and um, becoming vice president at APAC this year was a really big. Um, accomplishment for me as far as um the the rights of black and indigenous performers of color in, in this industry um and we've been doing really good things with bipoc um apac is kind of on on hiatus until january mm -hmm. but bipoc has been doing really well as far as like um it, it, you know funding and, and getting people money that are in in this industry that are black and indigenous performers of color um, getting, you know, wellness and, uh, uh, we, we've just been really contributing to as many performers and just people in our industry as possible, not just performers, but also crew members and um, key grips. Yeah. yeah. So everyone. <laughs> nice. Well, that's, that's fantastic to hear. That's awesome. So hope that continues and I think it will. Um, so, uh, Lasha, one question I didn't ask you last time you were on a show that I want to ask you very briefly. If there was one celebrity that you could have sex with, male or female, does not matter, who would it be? I asked her that. Ooh, one? 
Only yeah. one? No, Just one. You can, well, she can give one one and one and one, right? Yeah. Like uh, one man, one woman. One man, one woman. Okay, you can do that. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, let me let me do one man, one woman. Okay. Um Angelina Jolie. Okay. The Makes lips sense. Are, I, I, yeah, yeah. Gigi. Gigi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I named my daughter after her. <laughs> Did you? Oh, that's amazing. I love it. Amazing. Oh, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> amazing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, so Angelina Jolie, as far as dudes go, mm, Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Uh, doesn't yeah. stand out to me right away, but Suicide I'm going to. Squad? Oh, yes. Yes. Who did he play? Who, who was he in? Yeah. Flag. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. All right. So you're going. Rick Flag. All right. Oh, oh the guy from that fucking that show. That show. Oh, you, yeah, you went total white boy on that, that one. AMC yeah. Okay. I, I did go He's total hot. white boy. Yeah. All right, that's one we haven't heard before. Have you seen his wife, too? No, no but I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. What was that? Google it. He's full of tattoos and everything. No, no, no. I know he's a he's a good looking gentleman. Yes, I, I know. Um, I I can see why you like him. I'm not gay or anything, but I can see why you like him. Oh, he's um, tall. I like that. Yes, yes. Tall tattoo. Uh, just tattoos oh, his all the way. Wife, Jesus. Yeah, we're looking at yeah. his wife right now. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, tattooed up. Yeah, Jeez, that's like, hot. She has lots mm -hmm. of tattoos. Holy shit! All right, that's hot. That's hot. That's, All right. That's my Thank you for bringing that up. Now I have a now I have a more stuff to put she's in the. She's like uh, covered. Jesus. Yeah, no, she is. I'm gonna put that in the she masturbation is. vault. She, there. I think she's a I think she's a tattoo artist too. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I need, I'm getting my first ones. Oh, you're getting your first tattoos? Is that obviously after the surgery? Um, after surgery, yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you I plan on getting? Like a like oh, a butterfly okay. tattoo, or what do you? She's not gonna get a butterfly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm definitely gonna get a butterfly tattoo, but it's gonna be on my chest. Okay. So it, it's gonna be big. So like it's a gonna big cover butterfly. Both my tits. Yeah. You're you gonna get regurts on your arm? <laughs> no, 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 no regurts. <laughs> I'm gonna get white boy on my left mm. arm. Nice. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it, I need another one. I, I, I need one. to get the real porn WikiLeaks on on my body somewhere. Oh my god! Wow. I tattoo that that fool's name on my on my body so he can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I like the last one I got. What was I? It was like 2011 or something. A long time ago. Yeah. I feel like I need another one. But girl, when are you coming back to the U.S.? What? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you this. in Greece right now? Me? No, yeah. uh, no. Oh my bad. I, I wish I was in what? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the sexy girl that I've been talking to in Greece for like the last twenty. Dude, I'm one of those vodka pineapples you got going on there. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not. I'm no. not in Greece. It's okay. It's okay. I kind of wish I was now, but I'm right. Some olive oil. I wish I was in Greece too. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> no, that's all right. Hey, hey Lashi, uh, you're, you're hanging out. You're having a good time at the bar. We're gonna let you go. You've been amazing here on the show as always. So we love having you back here. Uh, you know, we wanna we wanna interview you again in a couple months. See how things are going. But uh, you're getting. I will not be and you in Greece have, then either. You have saying. big things no, you going. Won't be in Greece then either. No. <laughs> you have big things going on in your life right now. So we definitely want to talk to you in a couple months. Uh, once those things start happening so but thank you so much for being on the show lasha and uh you're very welcome yeah you're the best and you enjoy your drinks tonight hopefully you do the roman shower with scotty p tonight if you do please let us know no. <laughs>
<laughs> I'll send you some BTS. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Lasha, thank you so much, man. Have a good, have a good time. All right, you too, guys. Have All a right. good night. All right. Merry Christmas. Bye. Hope you're not Jewish. All right. <laughs> Dude, she said something about Greece earlier, and I was like, I just kind of blew Wait, it off. Like, why I would she think about that? Somebody else. Maybe you thought she was thinking about like, Greece Lightning. No, I. She said Greece, and I was like, she was like, how's Greece? And I'm like. She's talking to somebody else at the bar. And she's like, That's what I thought too. Who are you coming back to? I'm like, Who are you talking to? So I guess she's, she's giving up BBW then, I'm right? So she's confused. Giving up. Yeah, she's getting all her fat sucked yeah. out and big booze bigger. Hey, good for her. I want to lose 175. Actually, if I lost 175 pounds, I'd be like 10 pounds. No, I want to know what she did because I'm going to do that too. She's a drinker, obviously. So what, what'd you do? I think she said keto. I think that's what I heard. Oh, yeah. well, keto, I missed that. What keto is is the Atkins diet. They just changed the name. All right, so then now the the thing is, me and Gilk are right here in Jersey and Blairstown. Cassie's in Greece. I'm in Greece. Yeah. Cassie, how is Greece? Is Greece good? It's great. It's probably a lot warmer. The food's great. Yeah, I bet. Hot and women there. Do too. you like walk out? Men of the, are hot there too. Do you walk out of that Everyone's part of the hot. room and you're in like that place where you can just dive into your own tub and you're on yeah. the ocean? I'm in like Santorini. Oh, yeah, Santorini. Cool. Yeah, awesome. Fuck you. And Cassie, then like, then then like, there's like, somebody shows up with traveling pants and I like wear those. And they fit everybody. She completely thought we were a different show. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Seriously, what's going on there? <laughs> I don't know. So confused. Looks, listen, I don't know what's going on. She's an LA girl too, so she's all loopy. So, uh, well, she lost a lot of weight too, so it might be like you know. Dude, I like that she side effects. I like that she confirmed because I literally. All right, dude. All right, I didn't even know. I, I didn't know why I didn't bring this up yet. All right, so, all right, so I think she basically confirmed that she fucked Billy Corgan. Oh no, and that's who I thought she was talking about. Once we got past the James part, I was oh, like, it's Billy Corgan. I no, used to be a little boy in Lasha Lane's uh, ass. Um, she wouldn't talk about Nine Inch Nails. I got that but much. But because, because you know who it is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like, I know who it is. Oh, yeah. Yes, I and know who I'm it is. I'm pretty sure he was married when that happened. Uh, which is and that's probably why she They made her sign a uh, agreement. Uh, uh, no, uh, I don't think she signed an agreement. I think she just won't say anything because she doesn't want to fuck up anybody's relationship. I, I, mean, I understand. You might have an NDA. I mean, those things happen. Well, you know, maybe, but maybe not. Famous, Derek Jeter, that's how he kept his uh, career uh, good. Yeah. Is he made everybody sign MDAs and put their cell phones and in baskets for in his room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if I was famous, I'd totally make everybody sign a fucking NDA. Yeah, I'd be like, you have With social media these days, you have to. To because everything would be all over the place the next yeah, day, especially with the phone. The rage thing was interesting. I thought it was an interesting threesome at first. I thought it was with the be, drummer. I thought it was gonna be Tom Morello. I thought so too. Uh, Tom Morello, the guitarist, because, yeah, uh, because he's a mulatto. Well, no, because he's like the most interesting one of the whole fucking band. He is. I'm glad that Finley's so good at doing this whole thing, though. You need to do that more with the. Uh, yeah, I am. Yo, fuck you. Photographic journey. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, fucking Evan. Evan from. Evan Seinfeld, who was married to. Um, Terry Patrick. Terry Patrick, and that was that when they were married? Wasn't Ice Cube in Body Count? No, you're thinking of Ice T. Ice T. Ice T was, was the singer count, right? of Body Count, right? yes. Evan was the uh, you know, Biohazard was in, uh, guy. NWA. What? Was it Ice Cube in NWA? Yes. Yes, yes, good. You're like an old man over there. It was a nice cube, bro. Work on Target. Back in the day, it was by my cashier at Publix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that was that's fascinating. Fascinating. Billy Corgan. She's like, well, I didn't oh say I God. fucked him, and I'm like, yeah, you didn't say you didn't though. <laughs> and Kareem Abdul Jabbar, of course. I guess they all like the bigger women. I mean, I guess. Well, dude, she's hot though. She's a good looking like, bigger woman. She's very pretty. Yeah. In the face, and she's fun. Like, she's fucking, like, I, dude, every time we talk to her, it's like, I don't know. she's I, I she's think fun. if I'm, like, you know, a big, like, time rock star, like, 
I don't care if they're fun. What do I care? It's like one night and bing, bang, boom, I'm done. Probably, yeah, but she used I'm to work with... But here's anyway. the thing. I'm but like, here's the thing, care. though. It's not like she was a groupie. Yeah. She actually worked with them. So they knew her. And they, they probably had a good time with her. Like, she probably was, like, fun to work around. Be right, with. and she doesn't say no to anything. No. Yeah, you got that from her. Like, will you suck on my yeah. dick, then puke on my anal? She's like, well, like, I thought the frosty stomach was interesting, <laughs> which was fascinating. Puke on my anal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, we're about to do the emotion balls. I think oh, we're all a little God. nervous. Um, God damn it. What have we gotten ourselves into here? Uh, we should just send Chris karaoke and call them night. I know. But now we're doing a motion ball, so this is what it is. So anyway, we're going to do a, uh, we're not a brief... We're intermission? No, we are doing intermission. Okay. Oh, no, we're going to do a brief intermission, so we got to get you ready anyway. And um, it's about eight, eight, ten minutes long. Uh, Let me get back to the emotion ball, and we're all going to... things that I know that I don't want to know oh. that I don't want to God, and now there's only three people. It's going to be uh, more awkward than ever. So <laughs> we'll get back with the emotion ball and uh, hopefully survive it. So we'll see you back here in 10 minutes. Mendez out. Best part of a fantasy is someone special to share it with. Don't you agree? Well, now you can find that special someone with just one simple call to 1-900-933-5000. And it's only 49 cents per minute for adults 18 and over. Enjoy the fun of meeting someone new. Call 1-900-933-5000. Dreams can come true. The right woman can make all the difference. Call now.
the holidays are coming, and so is Rock Hansen in Whole Whole Whole, arriving on VHS, Betamax, and Laserdisc Christmas Day. That's right, Santa won't be the only one coming, because Rock is getting ready to slide down your chute too. He'll be cocking around the Christmas tree as he digs the halls and his chestnuts roast on an open fire. It's a holiday classic that will be sure to have you saying, All I want for Christmas is you, underneath. A.O. Scott of the New York Times writes, How the fuck did this wind up on my desk? And Robin Bird says, Oh, what fun it is to ride this horse-hung stud all day. Hey! You can be sure it will be a pearly white Christmas when Rock finally comes to town in Whole Whole Whole, only from Falcon Video. After you see it, you'll understand why it came upon a midnight clear. It may not be a silent night, but it certainly will be holy. Want to get stupid? Drink this. The term stupid has a few meanings. Lacking intelligence. Lacking mental acuity. A state of mental numbness. At 8% alcohol and 25 ounces, the Natty Daddy Big One will f*** you up. And I can't think of any other reason to drink this stuff. Congratulations to the fine folks at Anheuser-Busch for making such a rewarding and socially conscious product. You should be proud of yourselves. Don't mess with the devil, buddy! Or number one, we beat anybody. We're the devils! The devils! <laughs> <laughs> Yo! There's a feeling of dread here in the studio, folks, uh, right now. It's been now. a long time since I had this feeling yes. of dread. Yes, so it's been a couple of years since we've done the Emotion Bowl. Now, let me tell you how the Emotion Bowl came to be. So, um, this is a game that, uh, when I was a kid, I was a young, youngling uh, playing football in front of Kennedy School in uh, Roxbury, New Jersey. Uh, we, used to, uh, we, were, we used to play football on the front lawn there, and... Um, it got boring after a while. We're like, you know what? Let's show our emotions. Let's show our emotions in this game. Let's yell and cry and get emotional on this. So we did, and it was a fun game. We were Isn't laughing, crying, yelling. Yes, and wow. uh, we called it the Emotion Bowl. So in my latter years in life, now I do this drinking radio show. And I'm like, you know, I want to replicate the Emotion Bowl. How do I get people's emotions? We're not playing football. How do I get people's emotions? Well, Crazy ass stunts that you would never do in a normal, uh, normally is going to get people's emotions. Going to get adults' emotions, like giving a blowjob to a cucumber and singing a rap song when you're not comfortable with it, and uh, licking mayonnaise out of a condom. And these are things oh, that people God. don't want to do. That, Worst. That we don't want to do right now, but we're going to do it because we're doing it for this stupid fucking show. That's right. Mm -hmm. So welcome back to the Emotion Ball, everybody. Uh, it's going to uh, engulf the entire second half of this, and hopefully this is planned for four people. We're going to do it for three. That's right. We're going to bring it yeah. to you with three people. Times. Uh, emotion ball back, motherfuckers. All right. So. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Can I just sound a little bit excited? A little bit excited. Um, oh, shit. The locket thing isn't there. Oh, whatever. It doesn't Wait, matter. Wait, what's that? Like, what? No, it's, uh, no, it's actually an easy fix, but I won't be able to, I think I'll, I won't be able to explain it to you. Okay. All right. If you move the, uh, you know, the, like, the screens down, you know, the line where the screens are, you're not going to be able to do it. No. You know like you do for Brian? 
Yeah, whatever. We'll just leave it. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so what we do with the emotion balls? Now these are the uh, the sacred uh, arcs of the covenant right here. Oh, God. This is gonna judge your knight. This is your uh, right here. These are four. And we're gonna do four eventually, but there's, well, there's only three people in the studio. But we're gonna do four here. Um, that are going to judge your knight. So whatever you pick out here, there's going to be two options. Back two options. I'm sorry. Two challenges that you have to you have to. I'm drinking all night. Jesus Christ. Two challenges you have to complete. Um, now, if you don't, we want to complete the challenge. What is the other thing? Uh, you got to chug the six demon bag. Yeah, chug six demon bag. Oh, thank God you brought that up. But I've done this in a while, so I'm a little rusty. <laughs> so we have a drink First called the six demon bag. So you can pass it off to somebody. If yes. you're willing to do it. If not, you got to chunk the 16 bag. Correct. So you, you can get, are you listening to the rules here? You yeah. can pass it off to somebody if you don't want to do it. Um, but if they don't accept, then you got to chunk the 16 bag. Correct. So, anyway, good. Thank, thank God you brought that up, Cassie. Thank to have you with, thank you for having, being with us. Oh my, oh my God. God. Oh my Jesus God. Christ. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm drinking. I hear that. So, uh, so uh, what we're going to do first is we're going to pass the 16 bag around the room. And once everybody you takes have to laugh like a pirate. It's a sip. We're all oh, going to laugh like a pirate yeah. to kind of kick off the games. Okay, so... Cassie, Gil, Gil has it. Oh, Gil has it. So, Gil, why don't you start us off? Take a sip out of the 60-minute bag. And laugh like a pirate. Yes. Gil's on there twice right now. Look at that. Yeah, double, double the Gil. Did you really take a sip? No, you didn't. That's the lamest sip I ever saw. It tastes like apple. Lies. Apple juice. I took a sip. Gil didn't take a sip. I did take a sip! I take a little sip. I gotta drive home. Uh, Gil. All right. And he's really going to do the challenges. Would you fuck me for blow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your pirate laugh, Gil? It's a yar. Oh, God. It's That's gay. actually not that bad. That's pretty good, actually. It tastes like apple juice. Yeah. Har, har, har. That's the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stop making these things so good. They're supposed to be gross. <laughs> There's nothing gross to put in it. Anyway, it's strong as balls, though. It um, is strong. Yeah, so... It tastes like apple juice. All right, folks. So I think I'm gonna drink that from now on. Like, what goes your drink is that drink? Yeah, good. Her new drink, the 16 in my back. So, all right. So I'm gonna hand these uh, these challenges off to Gilk. Gilk, you can shuffle them, you do whatever you want. And you, take one. you take whatever Hopefully one you, you want. You're you choosing your own destiny here, 1980 style. I never won that fucking pirate book to choose your own destiny. There's only four I was lost all the time. Sure. Christ. Gilk chose his. I'm gonna get the worst one. I know it. Maggie used do. to get the worst one. No, I'm gonna get it. All right, so there's only two to choose. Let's see. I'm going to go with this one. That lost one we'll deal with later. So, let's kick off 2020 Emotion Ball! Yeah! Gilk, open yours and and read it. Open your challenge and read it to the audience. Read it to the audience. Had a lot of dick. Had a lot of dick. Now, what does your first challenge say? Into the mic, buddy. Into the mic. We're on a radio show. Spray cheese with all over a cucumber and lick it off. Saying, oh, I didn't? Well, say no. the person's Gil. last name. Gil, 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 you can't do that one. Do this one. <laughs> they got to add four. <laughs> you didn't tell me to get a cucumber. All right, so uh, whatever. There's going to be, uh, you know, we messed up a little bit. So anyway, right, so there's one. a backup plan. All right, we got a backup, backup plan. Backup. All right. Oh, my God. Did you really have to staple these Yes. Things? Yes. Yes. Read it. Se- secrecy. I, if, he write, if he reads this, it, it's stapled. Like, it's the whole paper's get. ripping. Oh, stop complaining about the staple. Just fucking read it. Do a 30-second commercial for the person to your left. Do a 30-second commercial for the person to the left of yours crotch. You must end the commercial with squirting ripping in your mouth. He's saying it's so juicy. <laughs> yes. That's he's, me! He has a new commercial about my crush! <clears throat> yes. Hold on, wait. Do your 
Do I read number two? No, no do first one first. Here. Here's the whipped cream yolk. Oh brand new. <laughs> it's brand new. Oh, hold on, hold on. For the challenge, I think it would be better if we, ch before you do the challenge, put the camera onto a screen. All right, hold on. So he gets a full view. Cassie has to do her little whipped cream shot first. Don't do it yet, Gil. Don't do it yet. Let's get on this screen. Gil, so I do a commercial. Just a, just a recap. Just for Cassie's crotch. Just my crotch. Yes. Or Mike Roch, as you. <laughs> yes, my, he's good, he's friends with Anita Blowjob. I know him. I gotta say, it's so juicy. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, kill. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Do it. Motion ball. Come on. Ready? Yes. Yeah. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ear. I have got a great deal for you today. For nine ninety nine, nine nine nine, limited time offer Amazing. during this so podcast. Cheap. Nine nine nine. That's what sells. Nine nine nine. That's what we gotta sell. Nine ninety nine. We will sell you Cassie's crotch. It's been in prison and scissored many other women in prison. So this is a unique opportunity. You don't always get. You get a crotch that's been scissored in a prison environment before. So we think we're giving you a great deal here at nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. And as long as you order right now, you will get a Drinking Dirty in Jersey shot glass. So you got to call right now, 999. 999. Wow. 999. Remember that number. <laughs> While this podcast is still going, it's so juicy. Yeah! <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> What's your next one? Excellent. What's your second challenge of the night, Gilk? Do your best freestyle rap. Yes! To one of the following terms. Oh my god. Real terms. Faggots and juice. <laughs> me, myself, and age. <laughs> me, my age. Me, myself, and age. Me, myself, and age. Porch monkey paradise. Yes! Chinks in the hood. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me find a. Let's find a beat. I think Gil got up pretty easy, actually. Yeah, dude, I'm fucked. The rats are hard for I'm me. Fucked. I'm like a white boy. Yeah, but you got to complete it. I actually know. I think you're fucked. I think I am, too. I think I'm okay. I think I'm going to get the I worst think, one. Uh, you're going to get the worst one. Ugh, God. If you need hot sauce, let me know. Um, Hold on a second. Let me find some beats. This other one was pretty bad, honestly. The one that you didn't... What was the other, what was, what was the other one? I had to do... A, I had a... Uh, say spray the cucumber, right? And what's the other one? Cucumber. Lick it while saying the person of your last name in a sexual manager manner. <laughs> manager. Challenge another studio member to a breakdance battle. Oh my god! <laughs> face off in front of the camera, like <laughs> I right. could breakdance. Right. <laughs> that would have been bad for you. So you're lucky. Right, you're lucky you. we didn't get a let cucumber. You, let me find you a rap beat. Hold oh, on you don't have it like stored? No, I, I lost that one. Hold on, wait. This one might be good. Oh man, what the fuck is this shit? I'm not a robot. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, so we're trying to find a rap beat for Gil. Guys, here. we're getting we're we're, we're working on it here. <clears throat> Cassie, twenty twenty style, got, messing got, everything I got, up. I got, I got, I got, I got. It's all good. All right, here it we might go. not be it might not be as good as the last rap beat we had, this. but introducing oh, Hyundai complimentary ad. maintenance There's now ad. available on <laughs> every new twenty twenty yeah, Hyundai. Get yes, Hyundai ad in the middle of motion bowl. There you go. Yo 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 yo, what up? Turn that up a little bit, Cassie. 
That's right. And I'm here to tell you about chinks in the hood. Chinks in the hood. Chinks in the hood. They serve you the egg food young. That shit. That shit. You, when you go home, shit like a chink. Shit like a chink. The house smells like tofu. And that nasty shit they eat in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty. Chinks in the hood, chinks in the hood. You go to the store, you buy some cheap shit, and it never lasts more than a week. Yeah, yeah. Chinks in the hood, chinks in the hood. Watch out for them chinks. Watch out for them chinks. When they're driving, they can't see, they run you over, and then you go to the hospital. Chinks in the hood. Chinks in the hood. Watch out for the chinks in the hood. They sell you some shitty electronics and it don't work. And there ain't no warranty. No warranty. Chinks in the hood. Chinks in the hood. Yo, peace out. Word to your mother. Oh Get out. Yeah! Yo, that was awesome. You complete. You well, fucking honestly, slam dunk that shit. But now you gotta drink the six even bag one more time. Yes, here's the six even bag. Honestly, I was gonna do. That was so uh, funny. Go back to the emotional screen. <clears throat> I was gonna actually do uh, faggots and juice, but then I heard the Hyundai commercial. I'm like, I gotta do chicks and hood now. <laughs> How on Corona of us drinking out of the same cup? I know. Oh my I'm god. Like, nobody has Corona. Dr. Fauci would not approve of that. No. Uh, Jesus. It's actually, very good though. It's, it is good, right? I think this is my next. Dude, it's vodka. Cran, cran watermelon and fireball. Yeah, I remember the last wow. time I had it, it was incredibly strong and I tasted like. That's what it should be. All right. So. Now the queen of craft beer steps up to the plate. I'm scared. So, crushes uh, what, you the most. Hold on, before you open that up, what are the thoughts going through your head right now? What do you think you're going to get? Well, I know it's on the list, and I know you had me buy, so I'm thinking I'm getting the fucking eggs, and I'm freaking out. No, yes, the Rocky Balboa. You conquered that. You always get the chugging challenge. I don't know what that is. I conquered that last Maggie time, always got grabbing so turds. disgusting. <laughs> no, I had grabbing turds at one time. It was terrible. <laughs> All, right. All right, so here we go. Okay. I remember I had to do, like, hot sauce Drum roll, please. like, shots. Fuck, fuck, no! No, is it the thing? No means yes. yes. All right, hold on. I, I need to step away for a second because I can't do this We have now. to do it in glass, in gla- real glass, though. No, you got to see gonna the show, eggs. I gotta show, I'm going to show it. It's in a cup. I'll show it. Are you I'm sure? I'm going to the eggs into the cup while I'm on air. Because the glass looks better. Babe. How many eggs are All right. Two. That's nothing. That's a rock. Balboa did in the first Rocky. So, clarify to the audience what you right. got. So, this is... Fucking Christ. Get ready for your challenge by Rocky Balboa, Balboa style. Drink two raw eggs. i fucking done this before. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Okay? God damn it. Alright, hold on one second. I gotta go get hot sauce. It's the only way I'm doing it. <laughs> Cassie's gotta get accoutrements. I, I, I was like, I'm not... Nope, I'm not I think Cassie destined sauce. herself to get this by thinking that she wasn't gonna get her, like, afraid she no, wasn't gonna I get it. No, I knew I was gonna get it, and I got really good fucking eggs, too, just in case. <laughs> hold on. They, uh... They're like free-range Jersey fucking Jersey Oh, free-range, wow. They're brown. They're not fucking the... All right, so there's a whole thing. Oh, nice tits, Cassie. Uh, we're going to, uh, Cassie has to drink two raw eggs, but she needs a hot sauce to drink the two raw eggs with. I think put, put a uh, squirt tequila in there, too. Why not? Hot sauce, tequila, and eggs. Just getting accoutrements for that. Yeah, the tequila sounds good. That's yeah. me. I had once, I was, in, I, had a, I was at a bar, and I had to do a shot of a raw oyster. 
And the freaking thing was huge. It was tequila in the thing. It was like tequila hot sauce. Huge oyster fan. Giant roll. And I, you couldn't chew it. You had to just swallow it. That's how you do it. Right. You had to chew this thing. You swallow them. <laughs> Awesome. All right, so we're gonna let's go back to the first. All right, so the you know, Cassie has to drink two raw eggs. Um, <sighs> fucking try to do it in the camera as much as you can. I am. So just fucking kill me, all right, please. No, you you'll be okay. On my, on my screen. Yeah, go on your screen. So Cassie's gonna complete this challenge. We're gonna go on the queen screen. Ugh, I'm gonna need this drink after too. All right, so there we you. go. <clears throat> Last time I had, I did this. I did one. I didn't do two. And it tasted so terrible. It was like the gamiest fucking crap I've ever had in my life. You could taste like the baby. Oh, Your like, goal here is not to puke. Let's try not to puke. It's good protein, though. Yes. Good protein. It's all protein. So I got these eggs. Because <laughs> I knew. I knew. I was like, I'm going to get this. I fucking saw. I Once again, they're random, these choices. No, but I knew. They're not. So Nelly's free range Nelly's eggs. free range eggs. They're brown. They're like fancy pants, right? G Gil, you're all into the politics. There was no rigged election here. This is a random choice, right? I gave them to you first. No, yeah, it wasn't just, rigged. But I knew I was going to yeah, get this Yeah, and one. I shuffled it, and I had to go. Because guess what? Yeah. That's my fucking luck. The first one with the All cucumber right. would have been terrible. Oh, my God. Cheese was Yeah, thank God. Cucumber. you. Uh, God's on your side tonight, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this like, oh, my God. I think I had to do this last time with something These with a cucumber. These are big. Fucking kill me. Yeah, you should have got the fucking eggs ever? Well, that's what you get for getting farm aged eggs. You should have yeah. got the fucking, the, the fucking cheap eggs, the yeah. fucking egg whites yeah. or something. No, those are gross. <laughs> those taste like ass. I mean, these taste like ass, but those taste more like ass. It's got egg beaters. Sounds like a fat guy in velvet dude, pants. Dude, I would have got egg, egg beaters. I didn't know that was a fucking dude. That's like fake eggs. They're eggs. Yeah. Uh, they're not real eggs. They're not real eggs. They're fake as shit. It's like a McDonald's. It's like yeah. a oh, dude. I could have done that. It's fucking like a Royale with cheese. It's fucking yeah. fake as balls. You'd have to figure out what's two out of there. All right, so let's see this big yolk that's gonna come out of this <sighs> egg. Wait, half a chicken in those things. Half a baby chicken. Let me shake it because yeah, it shake that shit. Separates the. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to make sure that you know your stomach because you don't want a baby chicken to grow in your stomach. No, so you got to make sure you drink it right. Really? Yeah. yeah. You have the right heat in your mouth. Otherwise, <laughs> a chicken you grows. Gotta use the right amount of hot sauce to right. make sure the baby chicken does not grow in your Yes, stomach. that was actually on the, uh, the Colonel Sanders website. Yeah. Yes, I read that. Yes. Someone, can you see this? Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> it's goo. It's like the pictures of Lasha Lane's face when I uh, hooled wow, her. That free-range <laughs> egg looks exactly the inside like a regular egg. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's all crazy, right? <laughs> That's nuts, Gilk. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> all <right. laughs> I mean, the outside looks all fancy, but the inside it's just the same goo. I don't know. There's going to be goo all over this table. <laughs> Hurry up, baby. You got to drink those babies. All right. It doesn't smell. Right. That's good. Good. All right. The so, last one smelled, and it was terrible. Well, you got those egg whites one. It probably smelled like fucking uh, fish sandwich in here right now. So listen, that's a good I've, thing. Listen, I've had oysters. It's basically the same thing, right? It's basically the same, same thing. Same consistency. Yeah. The only difference is, is, the, uh, is the, the eggs are gross. <laughs> <laughs> really gross. That's why Rocky doesn't like drinking them in Rocky. Because, you know, they're gross. Ugh, I remember, like, there's egg yolk everywhere. Back when I was in college, like, oh me my and my God, buddy, we, did, we did, like, two eggs like that. And I remember he did a protein shake. And he just, like, <laughs> I, can't, I don't know if I can do two of these. You oh have God, to. He just threw up That's everywhere. the challenge. All right, All right. so Cassie's going to drink two full eggs. There you go. Here we go. Ready? One, two. Hold your breath. Motherfucker! No, you got to drink the whole thing. Six. I got one. Hold on. That was one. Look, there's one left. So I said a glass, so you can prove to everybody. Oh my god, that's why you had to do it. You had to do it one oh, shot. Wow. Is that 16 in a bag? Mm -hmm. At least you're doing the right way. 
Oh my god, this is so fucking gross. <laughs> I think the, six, the 60 minute bag will help the baby chicken grow in your stomach. Yes. Stop! <laughs> this fertilizer. You're going to be farting out feathers. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Guys, I can't. I can't. Hold on. You have to drink the second egg. All right. You have to. All right. Hold on. Second egg done. The chugging champion I of the like world. My breath. Would be kind of... There's like yo there's white in here. I'm not fucking drinking that shit. I got both. You have to drink the grizzle too. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grizzle. Fuck that shit. The old 76er. Both, both yolks, dude. That was right. actually that's impressive. You know, All right, that's impressive. You, that was better than the last time. Last time was gross. East Coast Jesse Sims accomplishes <laughs> another chugging <laughs> challenge. Now we vomit everywhere. All right. <clears throat> All right. So, what's so your second done. challenge of right, the night? So, oh, my hands are sticky. <laughs> Okay. It's because you have to put ketchup on it. So. This late. It's almost midnight. Yeah, well, you got to figure something out. Somebody's got to pick up the phone. Billy, did you Who email these to yourself? Yeah. Yes. Secrecy involved here. He it to himself. I don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> That's a secrecy. Okay. <laughs> Call someone on your cell phone on speakerphone and ask them what they're wearing and if they could sit on your face. <laughs> now I have to think. Who I could call. Now, it can be a girl, too. No, they're just a guy. Yeah, call no, your I sister. Know, but, like, no, she's not awake. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see who I have. Because. Call your boss. I'm not calling my boss. Call Ron Jeremy. Oh, wait. I'm he's in prison. not calling Ron Jeremy. Call somebody that is obviously going to be down with it. It's going to pick up the phone. It's going to be somebody that's, like, on the West Coast, too. Hold on one second. Phone call see. part of this. Call uh, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> call Pops. <laughs> call, call Gavin Newsom. Pops is always, always looking for somebody to talk to. No. <clears throat> Um, let's see. Who do I have? Who do I have? Who do I have? La, 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 la. Charlie Sheen. Who will play along? Pops will like it because he thinks that you hate him right now because you were offended the other week. You want me to call Pops? <laughs> no, that's too easy. Yeah. <clears throat> Plus, I don't think he even paid his Obama phones. So. No, <laughs> no he shut off until 2021. He told me. <clears throat> Bars aren't open, right? Well, not you're going to a bar? Not, New not now. Not in New Jersey, right? Like, you know, because COVID uh, goes rampant at 10 All right. So, yeah, that's second. true. Yeah, I'm trying to find... <laughs> Hold on. It's a tough one, huh? I got one. Hope I don't get a call. Hope he, hopefully he's still awake. Oh, man. I don't have his phone number. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Like uh... Maggie's brother. <laughs> you don't have his phone number? No, I don't. I was going to call Jay. Ew. Call, um... Um, what's his name, Mom? Oh my God! Oh man, I have Kevin Conway's number in here. He's dead. That makes me sad. <laughs> Adam, call Adam. Dead? I'm not gonna call Adam's not awake. He's awake. It's no, he's not. Is he like 50? Do you think your brother's awake? Did <laughs> <laughs> Goodbar is Goodbar awake? Dude, Goodbar or Jack? I'm calling Jack's good a good one. I'm calling Goodbar. Okay, Goodbar's a it's good on, one. It's on. It's it's connected to her. You don't put so it to me. No, we'll you. Hear it. We'll hear it. All right, so Goodbar is the choice. Hopefully he picks up. I don't know. Nah, it's only 11 o'clock there. Yeah. Pick up your phone. Answer your phone. Hopefully he picks up. I think I'm doing pops right now. Yo, Kraken! You should have called the um, the Pray For Me hotline. <laughs> <laughs> They'll pick up. <laughs> they Damn will it. pick up. He's not answering. Hey, research. Oh! No! No! Wrong. Maybe Jack will pick up. Maybe Jack. I don't know if I have his right. Do I have? Does he change? Did he change his number? We talking about Jack Junior, right? You're not talking about the no, senior. No, I'm not talking All about right. your dad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Hold on, I'll look it up. No, you know what? I'm calling it, and somebody else picks Welcome up. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Oh, nope. We're sorry. The number you have died. Nope. 
Hold on, wait. Is that his new one? That has That's to be the, the number one. I just called, and it's disconnected. Oh, great. It's, do we have Popoff's number? He'll answer. Um, I don't know if I pop. I don't think I do a pop. I don't think I've ever talked to him. Uh, okay, hold on one second. No, I he's, do. he's texted you. What's the number? Hold on. Trying to find a prank call for somebody. All right. Uh, sorry, guys. This, this is, is like, the most struggling part you know of our why? show. Because yeah. <laughs> it's really late. Yeah, and it's like we knew it ahead of time. Oh, uh, Lush Lane's following me. I don't know. Okay. You know, if um this doesn't work, I have an idea. Maybe Maggie? I'm not going to call Maggie. She's sleeping. That's true. She's a baby. Eh! The reality of the situation. Who's awake? No one! You know, if you don't complete this, you fail. I know, dude. I'm trying here. <clears throat> I think you're screwed. No one's answering. Hold on. No, I got, I have options. <clears throat> Hold on a second. Trying to find somebody to prank call. Yeah, this is <clears> like <throat> terrible. At midnight. Um, right. Just call the LA police station. <laughs> They'll answer. <clears throat> Listen, I was thinking uh, some shredded corn at Todd Bridges' house. <laughs> yeah, call Todd Bridges. Uh, He'll definitely answer. Yeah, it's LA. Yeah. Call Melissa Hill. Who cares? <clears throat> oh, I said her name. Whoops. <laughs> I'm dun, 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 dun. sure her phone is not connected. Good bars in bed with a headache. <laughs> oh, fuck him. Call Nicole. Oh, oh. Do I have her number? If not, I do. We are figuring to dial a number right now. I'm going to yes. call Nicole. Cassie's, uh, you know, I thought the egg challenge was going to take longer than this one. No. That's easy. I don't have her number. Oh, wait, maybe I do. Hold on, wait. I do, if you don't. Hold on. Or I had her old number, but. Wait. I do. I have it. Okay. All right, I'm calling Nicole. She call a coworker. <laughs> I, I'm not calling my coworker, <laughs> even though he is up right now. Actually, no, he just call, he just went to bed. Call Eric Slohansky. <laughs> call Eric Slohansky. Call Jackie Marley. <laughs> you actually yeah, like it. Nicole's not awake either. Everyone sucks. Call Jackie Marley. All right, fuck you. Oh my god. Call, uh, call a one in a hundred number. I might end up doing that. Hold on a second. This is the toughest thing. I hope I don't get a call challenge because then we're going to be able to complete it. No, it's terrible. On fucking phone. Um, call Glenda Bluplow. He might be awake. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably awake. I don't think I have his number either. Hold on. What about um your good friend with starts with an A? Adam? No, the other one. Starts with an A. Asia? The other one. Starts with an A. Amelia? Yeah. Oh. I wonder if she's awake. She might not be. She works now. Oh. Hold on. Let me try calling her. <clears throat> she's going to be like, why are you calling me at midnight? <laughs> on a Wednesday. That's Jersey folks trying to bother everybody at midnight. Hello? Hi. Hi. <laughs> I have a question for you. What's up? What are you wearing right now? T-shirt and leggings. Okay. Um, could you sit on my face? Can what? Could you sit on my face? Absolutely. Yay! Yeah! I finally, dude, you're like the seventh person I called. I'm like, yeah. no one's answering. <laughs>
called the entire West Coast. <laughs> what are you doing? We're on a show. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still awake. I, I didn't know it was this late. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this no one was so answering. Late. I was like, oh, should I call, like, I'm like, should I call, uh, should I call people I know from work that are on the West Coast? I'm like, that might be, that might be a really bad idea. <laughs> Whoops. Well, anyway. Thank you, Millie, for picking up. Thanks, thanks for picking up. I absolutely will. All right. Okay. I love you. Talk, I love you too. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> You finally okay. did it. You accomplished yeah. the challenge. All right, good job. Good job. I'll go back to the emotion bowl screen. All right. All right. It only took five phone calls when we got there. Hopefully mine doesn't contain no, a phone call. But now I know what you have. Oh, I think, no. I think. Well, let's go back to the emotion bowl screen. Because. And I can reveal what I have. Because. Me, you have to take one last sip of the. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Is left? No, that's egg. Oh. Ew. I almost drank egg. Oh. <laughs> all right, Cassie. So I'm going to look like a fool if I can accomplish mine because you guys fucking conquered yours. Um, all right. Ew, there's goo on here. There's goo everywhere. Welcome to the season finale of 2020. All right, here we go. I know you got I'm opening my challenges up. I know what Finley has. Okay. Do we have a blindfold? No, but you can maybe put your... Yeah, I'll, I'll figure, figure it out. Oh, shit. Of course there's call someone. What is uh. it? You might have to call the same person I called. Call someone on speakerphone, someone not in studio... And explain to them the difference between a nectarine and a submarine. Yes! That was the, that was the fucking thing! <laughs> Stay Jason. serious and precise. Shit. Of course it's a phone call. Back to back, right? Is that the first one? Yeah, that's the first All one. Right, call her back. Are you... I probably do Try have, to call Lupo. No, she doesn't care. She's going to know the joke, though, but... We're gonna... Uh, I hope you try a Lupo. Try Lupo first. Well... Do I have to, I'll call him on my speakerphone. All right, hold on. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to carry. You want to connect it to here? No, hold on. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, hold on, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm trying. I know we're doing a radio show. I'm trying to think real fast. Um, you wrote these things, so. No, I did. I did. I did. I'm not Call Devin. No, she's not awake. <laughs> All right, I got a good one. Here, connect it to here. Here, wait, let me put it on your... Call Joe Biden. He's probably up yes. playing with his dog. I'm calling Joe Biden right now. Hold on, wait. Kamala, she's on the... She's on the West Coast. <laughs> Ka Kamala. 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 All right, here we go. Let me say Kamala or Kamala. It's Kamala. Like Pamela. Kamala. Do you have to hit speakerphone or no? Very confusing. No. Okay, look at this. <laughs> calling challenges for next That's one, huh? That's a good huh? one. I hope he's awake. Trying, you know, making the effort. What about, um, what the hell's his name? The guy we always used to call. The old guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't have his Ron, number offhand. <laughs> I mean, we haven't talked to him since the whole COVID thing. He probably uh, fucking croaked. <laughs> nah. This is Chris. <gasps> oh, boo. I thought it was him. I was yeah. like, yay! Me too for a second. Wrong. For a second. Um, I have Santa Claus on here. Um, don't call Santa Claus. I'm not calling Santa Claus. I have to separate these from like you know work calls and stuff, so we gotta find the right person. Call, call EJ. The, call the last person <laughs> you saw the car to. He'll be like, "What?" 
Oh, wow. There's a lot of people on here. <clears throat> um, I'm trying, folks. I'm trying, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, God damn it. <sighs> See, now, if this was like a fake show, like, they would all be like, oh, yeah, we're going to call it whatever. And if think things would be lined up, they'd go, oh, yeah, right. far, far, far. No, there's no lined up anything. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is a real show. Yes. Sorry, folks. Um, Real show where we can't find anybody. I don't even have Lupo's number on here. I was gonna try him, but he's probably sleeping. <laughs> Gilk has his number. his number. He's not sleep, Lupo. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of people having here are fucking dead. But I mean, dead. he's not sleeping. But I mean, he's probably not sleeping. But it's not a guarantee he'd pick up the phone. I'm gonna try somebody else. <clears throat> Peterson's probably sleeping. Fuck Peterson. What about Jimmy Jig? Who's Jimmy Jig? Jimmy. Jim Peterson. I don't have his number. Hey. Hey, what's up, buddy? Listen, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, dude. Do you know the difference between a nectarine and a submarine? It's very precise. One's a fruit, and then one goes in the water and searches out stuff and defends countries. Are you familiar with that? Right. Yeah, so it's very, nectarine and submarine. They have the same vowels almost, but they... Am I live on the radio? <laughs> no, of, no, of course, course not. not. <laughs> I'm live on the radio. <laughs> of course not, buddy. <laughs> but I just wanted to explain that difference between the nectarine and the submarine. One's orange. One's orange, and one's usually gray. <laughs> Although, why is it always gray? Why can't it be blue, right? The kind of camouflage in the ocean. That would make sense, right? I don't know. Uh, just random thoughts, buddy. Thank you so much for picking up. Have a Merry Christmas, my Jewish friend. Merry Christmas, brother. <laughs> oh, God, so awesome. Is that the guy who drove us down to the thing? No, 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 no. no, no. no. This is Dan Wiener. No. I actually have to, I have to like, text him about our house. <laughs> have him come over and fucking do some work. <laughs> You're like, he's like, is everything okay? I knew it. I knew I'd find somebody. I did. I found somebody. Yes, Finley accomplished first challenge. Okay. Second challenge I'm nervous about. All right, first of all, this is an old one, and I never had to do this one before. I think I had to do this one before, actually. Mystery shots? Blindfolded. Well, not mystery shots. Guess what other studio members are squirting into uh, your I'm mouth. I'm going to squirt some of things in your mouth. You must guess all two to pass. So when you, I'm going to get no, blindfolded. Like two? I have four. Okay, maybe each of you do two? No, I'm going to do all of them. Well, you're going to do all of them? Yeah, that makes more sense. I don't want anything sexual with me and Gilk. So uh, you do <laughs> all four, so I have to guess them to pass. Yes. Okay, so how do I get blindfolded? How do I do this? You gotta, you gotta put your thing over your face. Where's your mask? Where's your mask? No, but I used to have a mask. I don't know. But put your bandana over your face and close your eyes. Oh, that's a good idea. All right, so you get your stuff all together. Yeah, get your I stuff have all it. together. I have it. it's all right, it's so fine. I gotta guess these uh, mystery squirts. <laughs> mystery squirts. <laughs> and oh, I called them on my phone. Yeah, you did. Oh, whoops. <laughs> that's Why'd why you... he knew who I was. <laughs> that's why he got called Amelia on my phone. <laughs> Well, I knew she knew who you were. Well, if you see a random phone number, you're not going to pick it up. No. <laughs> I never do. I just write the It's usually somebody from Mumbai. <laughs> Eric Hyde's like, sometimes they're yellow submarines. <laughs> He's like, I'm live on the that video, was aren't I? Where Maggie called Jason, and he, she was like, do you know the difference between nectarine and a submarine? He was like, are you taking mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Put that blindfold down, sir. Okay. Blindfolded. You gotta guess. All right, so what do I do? I open my mouth. Opposite. Yeah, you open your mouth. 
All right. Keep your eyes shut. This is so awkward. Don't fucking, don't fucking look. I you're, feel funky. You're wearing the mask opposite the way you're supposed to wear your mask. Dr. Fauci would not right. be happy. Yes. Put your head back. Uh, where, where's can the you camera? see it on camera? Where's the camera? Can you see it on camera? Turn it the other way. Where's the camera? Where's, where's this camera? Oh, here. That's right there. Ew. What is it? Put your head back. Ah, no, I can't put it back. back anymore. Yes, you can. Open. Is it on camera? Open. Oh. Is this chocolate? No, this is uh, caramel. Yes! Got one. Caramel, motherfucker! Oh, I thought it was caramel. Damn. Era, era. All right. This next motherfucker. All right. It looks like jizz. Oh, shut up, Gilk. <laughs> looks like I hope he's not your jizz. I'm become a loser. <laughs> oh, it looks God. like shaving cream to me. Oh, it's bothering my eyes. Hold on, wait. Hold on. I gotta figure out how to work this. Open. That's what she said. Open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that barbecue? Shaving yes! The barbecue! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay. Two down, two to go. The last one's gonna be. Ugh. Ugh, barbecue and caramel. Two more, two more. Oh, man. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that one's gasoline. Uh, gasoline? Oh, man. I hate gasoline. 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that me again? <laughs> oh, my God. Combination in my mouth. Oh wait, there's one more. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so, am I three for three though? You're three for three. All right. You can't see what that is. Uh oh. Uh, uh. Open. Wider. Uh. <laughs> Hairspray. <laughs> the hell is that? Come on. It's numbing my tongue. That, oh. was, that was spray paint, I think. Is that mint spray? What is that? <laughs> what? You sound like my brother-in-law! <laughs> what is that spray we... <laughs> it's dumbing my tongue! What is that? Is that, is that calcula? What is, is that? What? Calcula? Like calcula? That, that, that spray that numbs things? <laughs> no. What is this thing? I think that's a horse tranquilizer. Guess again. Um, mint? It, no, it's not mint. Is it edible? It's edible. What was that stuff we used to oh, spray for? God! Like, um, banaca. That's what I'm thinking of! Yeah. Is it banaca? No. <laughs> um, oh God, is it um, forest green? I think no, that was simple green. Nope. I think that it's was a... edible. It's not, you're yeah. not going to die. Uh, that was a COVID vaccine. You're, 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 you're. Damn it, spray it again! Do you want more? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was like right down his throat. Oh, God, it's, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> What is that? Um, don't spray me again. It tastes like a shoe. And it got on my eye now. <laughs> the mask didn't work. Oh, God don't damn it. No, the particles. Fucking Fauci's a liar, dude. It went through the fucking thing. It's fucking bullshit. Um, shoe. Shoe mint. It's not a shoe. Um, uh, old man with his lick. Uh, what is this thing? All right, okay, it's medicine. Oh man, what kind of medicine did you give me? <laughs> it's edible medicine. No, oh, it's the but uh, 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 Toby, no, um, uh, Dayquil. Nope. Nyquil. Nope. Uh, I'm lost. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna lose this. Um, it helps with a certain thing. 
that it'll numb for. Ben Gay? No, it's not Ben Gay. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, I think it's Icy Hot. Icy Hot? No. <laughs> uh, um, minced, uh. I'll give, I'll let you, I'll let you slide. Because it's going to be hard to guess. Oh, pull, pull your. What is it? Oh, sore throat that, spray. Is that really oh my god, that was terrible. I never even knew they had that stuff. I got <sighs> it back though. For the fucking mint extract. Yeah, you did. Does god, that, that was terrible. Does that work though? How does your throat feel right now? It's numb. Feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try that. It feels my nice. tongue is really numb though. Yeah, like seriously. You, shot it at your tongue, man. you could like put a cigar out my tongue this and I wouldn't time, feel it. This is the time when you gotta put your tongue in your penis. <laughs> <laughs> the stranger. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Maybe you can spray it on your hand. Maybe that's the only way to do it. All right, so I think that that was a very successful emotion ball, folks. I think that was great. I think we all did a good job. Besides the lack of time on calls, yeah. the calls themselves were very good. Yeah. So I uh, I think we should, you know, in celebratory for Christmas and doing the emotion ball for the first time in three years, I think we got to do this once a year, right? Once yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a year, maybe a quarter, maybe every six months. I don't know. I'm th we'll talk about it. But definitely once a year. So, I missed it. Let's COVID-friendly pass this drink around again. Everybody take their one last sip of the, uh, even though everybody loves it, <laughs> and they shouldn't. <laughs> um, can I, can I spray some throat spray in here? Next time, maybe we should spray some stuff in the drink and, like, throw everybody off. Nobody should know what the 16 bag is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, very good drink. Uh, so, best steaming bag we ever had. I think one of the best emotion balls. It was fun. We had fun. It was fun. It was fun. Nobody was in dire straits, I don't think, and it was it was a lot of fun. No. Gilk did a good job. He did a good job. You impressed me with your rapping skills, buddy. Yeah, that was really great good. Rap. I'll have to isolate that rap and put it in a wolf pack. You I know was, what I mean? I was a lot of uh, vanilla ice. Cream. So was mm. this all gross, or were you, were you like okay with it? No. You know what it was? Sauce? It was um. It was. You know what it was? Was the differences in the sauce? So the caramel at first, I was expecting something gross. Like, you know, like eel pee or something yeah, like that. And I'm like, caramel, that's caramel. And I was very excited. It's hard to find gross things. I was trying to find flavored lube, but they didn't have any. That would have been a great one. But, like, I didn't want to, like, buy lube and then, like, poison you by accident. You or poison like, whoever. sardine juice or something really nasty. Ew, no, I wasn't fucking touching sardine juice. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew, depending on who it was, like, Should have went I to knew, the Asian store. That's where you find the nasty I knew, shit. like, if Maggie was here, I'd be squirting in her mouth. So I didn't want to fucking touch sardine <laughs> shit. <laughs> Next time... That was Maggie was the original mystery squirt. Was she? She had the Dayquil that one time. That's right. Over herself. That's right. Spencer had to do it to her, and he's like, "Over, over. This is medicine." And he was like telling her what it was before it went in her mouth. I remember that. Got all over herself. I remember when I did. I had to drive home and shit all over me. I didn't know what it was. You had to put your face in a pie and find like a deer testicle or something. No, I had the first poop touching experience. That was you did the first one? Yes. Or was Maggie? No, I was the first one with the mystery box. <laughs> mystery box. It's <Ugh. laughs> a hole. No, it's mm. nice. it was nice. It was like li relive. I want to eat this cheese. That's the memories, there. right? That Gilk didn't use. Now you yeah. have extra cheese. Cheese? It's amazing. Spreadable. <laughs> Spreadable All right, cheese. folks. We had a great emotion ball. Great end of the year, I think. Uh, but let's go to the last call. Because I have a couple of things that I want to talk about. Call. Motherfucker. Oh, this is not good. No, it's gross cheese. Ew, this should have been cheese. part of the emotion bowl. Eat this gross cheese. Oh God! <laughs> it looks like cheese whiz has been sitting around for like. It tastes like the inside of Ritz crackers. You know, like the. 
<laughs> the cheese sandwiches. I think the funniest part of the show is Dan, like, am I live in the air? No, Dan, Dan answers the phone and he goes, are you okay? <laughs> the difference between a nectarine and a submarine. Everything all right? <laughs> Submarine's he's great. Like, he was, like, really concerned. He, like, woke him up. He's like, oh, my God. Finley's wife's film to call me at night. Wife's film to call me at midnight. Something must be wrong. Let me answer the phone. Do so you know the difference between a nectarine and a submarine? It's like an Eric Andre bit. <laughs> It's gonna be a classic. Is that your plumbers? No, all right. He's a kid I grew up in high school with, and he like hung out with me. uh, But he is a plumber. He's a plumber, though. Oh, he is a plumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm kind of intrigued by this cheese that tastes horrible. Ah, we have the old last call screen. That's okay. The one camera's not working. That's fine. Okay. Gives a flying shit at this point. Um. So, uh, great show. Um, Great show. I've learned a lot tonight. I've learned a lot in 2020. I mean, this has been a life-changing year for everybody. I think. Everybody. From uh, two Once years old to uh, to 100 years old. Uh, Cassie's now trying all the sauces that I tried. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I've learned oh, a God, lot. that's disgusting. And you know what, guys? This is the last show of the year. Ew! So, instead of uh, Cassie is still trying oh, motion ball sauces. Yeah, so, instead sauce. of talking about um, what we've learned <laughs> on this show particularly, but if you want to talk about what you learned on the show, that's fine. What have you learned this year too? So let's do let's do this. I, I have an idea. As Cassie's dying now. Um, I COVID eggs. Two things that you've learned about this show, and two things you've learned this year. So a little bit of an assignment here. Okay. Um, not to, Gilg, not to put you on uh, the spot, and you have time to think about this, but like uh, you're on the spot, buddy. What have you learned? Two things you've learned about this show, and two things you've learned about this year. Um, I learned Eric Weinmayer is not gay; he's blind. <laughs> and he may or may not have climbed Mount Everest. Yes. <laughs> took me a second to get that. All right. Yes. <laughs> That's from the intro. Yes. <laughs> uh, from this year, I, I don't know. I mean, I learned masks don't stop you from smelling a fart. I learned that much. Like, you know. Nice. It's hot. You can fart and the mask don't stop it. You know, you think, I don't know. Uh, Good point. I learned? <laughs> I learned that we have... Less safe and fair elections in Afghanistan. That much I do know. All right. So um, what do you learn about the show? The please. show. You found your... Go ahead. Oh, from the show? Yeah. Um, I learned Karen Turk. She was a great <laughs> guest. Fantastic great guest. guest. And we also learned, like, I mean, of course, we learned all about Jesse Sims, which is probably the greatest <laughs> oh, this year. of yes. the show. I agree. This year ever. You know. That was, uh, what was that, two years Why trying to get on the show? That was two years of trying to get on the show, I think, right? Yeah. Two or three years. It was a long time, man. It was a long, it was little slow burn. Yeah. And it goes to show you once again, we, we, oh, we usually get what we want. Persistence oh, yeah. pays off in the end. That's, yes. That's one thing to learn. And that was, it was, you know, it was great talking to her. It was just, you know. How many times so did you master it when you got home that night? After talking to her. I actually went home and fell right asleep. Did you? <laughs> Did you subscribe to her OnlyFans? <laughs> I tried to, but my credit card wasn't. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sugar Daddy Gilk. I feel weird like being Gilk had no fans. money for OnlyFans. But we also learned too, like we learned to, like we learned a lot about like Instagram, how a lot of this shit works. Like, you know, they, they get yeah. paid from this OnlyFans stuff, this Patreon, you know, I mean, from these like, I don't know, what the hell they're called, the video, the cam, the cameras, you know, it's, Chatterbait? Yes. 
Glenda Blupo's favorite pastime. <laughs> we learned stepmom porn is like a big thing now. Stepmom or yes. stepbrother porn, whatever. Stepsister. I don't know. That's incest a big thing. Incest is best porn. Yes, incest is best. Step porn is the big thing right yes. now. Um, that's what I learned. Oh, okay. All right, Gilk. Fantastic. Uh, we appreciate your uh, input as always and uh, being on the show. Thank um, yes, thank you so much, Gil. You're, so what are we man. doing now? <laughs> so you're going to do two things that you've learned this year and two things you've learned from the show. Two things I've learned from the show this year or two things no. I've learned from this show in Oh, that meant the show, the show this no, year. No, no, no. This is what, all right, maybe you can go back to Gil. All right, so two things you learned from the year and two things you learned from this particular show. Okay. So from this show, I learned that I really should have invested myself into touring with bands because I would have banged a lot of famous people. I'm glad you did it. Uh, the other thing I learned is that Karen Turk is the most amazing person ever and I want to hang out with her. Yes. We have so much in common me and Karen Turk. I also learned I want to do one more thing about the show. I also learned <clears throat> that this is the most amazing sauce ever. <laughs> this is not so good. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's not that good. And... If you buy eggs to drink, you have to buy eggs that are really fresh and aren't those white eggs from the store. <laughs> because those really weren't that bad. Okay. They have to be free range. They have to be like they have to be like fresh eggs. Like I think those white store eggs like sit around for a while before they sell them. I think I heard that. They You're gonna take a wicked shit later. Nah, I'll be fine. Alright. Um <clears throat> Okay. This year, I learned that homeschooling is the devil. Yeah. And I will never do it again if I don't have to. I meant the show. But you can do your rant. Whatever. <laughs> oh, on the show this year? Yeah. <laughs> don't, 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 Isn't dear, that what I asked you? I was like, do I have to tell you about the, the show no, this, this year? No, this year on the show, what have oh. you learned? Okay, never mind. 2020. Never mind, and then, take that back. Because it's the end of the year. It's the last show. I'm retracting my... But homeschooling does suck, by the way. All right. Uh, yes, it is. I agree with that. I learned that <clears throat> when we really try really hard, we can get famous people on our show. Like Bill Mosley. We had some streak Lynette going on. Quigley, Michael Berryman. Uh, you know, Rob not, Zombie. Not just, not just like... Not just adult people, <laughs> adult industry people, but we've had, you know, multitude, a multitude yeah. of famous people on, and that's just from trying. And I think, I think this year helped because people weren't like yes, conventions. people were at home and shit. They right. weren't yeah. like you know really whatever. I'm at the bar and shit. I was still trying to get Robert England, but uh, oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I was trying. And they I thought he was. He's alive. Yeah, he's still alive, but they, he was, and he was saying yes to every interview, except he was saying yes to every interview after I found out that he was saying yes to every interview, and he was already booked up, like, tons. Yeah. So I couldn't get him. But I did try. Twice. Um, and I also learned that, you know what I really like? Like, I think my favorite guest of this whole year was Darcy. Jesse Sims. Darcy? The male yeah. guy? All right, that was a good guest, but I'm, I'm upset about that guest because... <laughs> I didn't get to talk about her porn career, which I wanted to. Right, but that was still a great guess. But I think, like, yes. I think the reason I liked her so much was she had, she had like a she had like an issue like right before the show, and she still went on. She still right. like you couldn't tell. Trooper. She like you know went through the whole thing. Like I actually really enjoyed. I mean, yeah, I knew I was gonna like Bill Mosley. Actually, I should say, you know what I should say? Not my favorite guest of the year, but my the most surprising 
guests from I like he, how he's at a farmer's market and he's yelling at the eating pizza. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah, too many fucking roses. So he's like, don't you know who I am? Like, holy shit. <laughs> he's getting argument at the farmer's he's like, market. We have, to, we have to pay. No. Like, I knew I was going to like him. I knew I was going to like Michael Berryman. But, like, she was the most surprising out of everybody for me was Darcy because it was like, I don't really, like, I've only seen her on the show a couple times and, like, you know, I didn't know how she was. She was a really cool guest. Like, really cool. And Jesse Sims surprised me, too. Like, she surprised really did. all of like, us. I didn't think she was going to be as late Even Horny cool Gilk over there surprised. As she was. And she was like, I figured she was going to be some, like, airhead, pretentious retard. Well, remember, we had Paige Jin on the show a bunch of years that's ago. That's what I was comparing her to. And she was like kind of a California airhead, right? That's who I was comparing. And uh, Jesse Sims was like down to earth, real, yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Knew what she was doing. You know, had a plan. Like it was just very surprising. Even though I still did two of her challenges in one day. You did. You did. You were definitely better, amazingly, uh, than her. And I just drank two eggs. She can't do that. <laughs> anyway, I think Cassie and Jesse Sims should have an egg chug. Uh, oh no! Wouldn't that be the hottest thing ever? <laughs> And they should all wear, like, booby shirts. Both wear booby no, shirts. Oh, terrible. You could do it in Zoom. And, like, have a Zoom, like, back. We're not going to do an egg chug challenge. No. You can put die. tequila. You can put tequila in it. Hey, the winner. Who's putting tequila in eggs? The winner gets a drinking and dirty in Jersey shot glass. Really? He has, like, five million of those. <laughs> I own those. Five million a one. They're in my garage. You can oh win what she owns. Anyway, Finley. All right. To you, sir, <clears throat> yes. Late. Yes. All right. So I know it's getting late. All right. So what I learned from this show is uh, Kelsey Grammer said one of the yeah, most Kelsey amazing things. Oh uh, dear lord! They're passing oh, justice uh, without knowledge. It's the most amazing things. So like uh, having a political commentary on the show was new for us, but we learned a lot. And she was great. Oh, she was a great guest. Um, yeah. And that's what I was saying the whole time. Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage, but uh, Me too. passing justice without knowledge is like one of the most thing- amazing things that I took she away from that. She said that, and I was thinking in my head, "Oh dear <clears> lord." And I took so much from that interview as far as her being adopted and stuff like that and uh, and uh, her being from Jersey, and uh, mm-hmm. I loved it. And she's, uh, we had a lot in common, and she was a great interview. Great guest. Um, like, you, a, a political commentator, you think they're going to be a little stuffy? You know what right. I mean? Like, no, she was awesome. Yeah, she was and if great. I didn't cut the interview off, we'd probably still be talking to her. Yeah, so right. she, she's just amazing. Uh, La Chalene, I found that her drink of choice is vodka and pineapple, and that's important. Uh, if you guys want to get down La Chalene's pants, which all of you guys probably will soon because she's Lost a hundred and something pounds and seventy five, and uh, now she's getting big tits. Yeah, so you, you can probably... see the picture. She is very pretty. She's very very. So pretty. she's uh she's gonna be a uh, hot stuff. Uh, this year, I mean, I don't have to get too much in this year. I I did learn this year that Gil doesn't know the difference between the Shutter Channel and Shutter Fly. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. The hell I wanted it. Hate all the streaming shit. But uh, COVID nineteen obviously came to us this year, and um, we did more shows this year than we have than any other year ever. Because of COVID, um, and it's been a crazy r- roller coaster of a year. Obviously, I don't have to tell you that. Um, but we've had a great year. We actually had a streak of awesome guests in October because of the awesome producer we have on the show, Cassie, who booked uh, for a lot of famous Halloween people, and it was fucking awesome. And I spoke to people I never thought I'd speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we spoke to the other person, Michael Barryman, fucking uh, Leanna Quigley, who was like the jerk off goddess queen yeah. of the fucking late eighties, early nineties. I can even no, tell you rot. how much jizz I have let go from Lena quickly. That's amazing. That, Jesus Christ. Uh, so it's amazing guest we've had this year. And, um, um, you know, Cassie is just one of the best producers ever. And we're going to fix this camera thing going to 2021. Plus, not only that, we're going to forget the Zoom call things. So maybe-
This show yeah. more exciting. Let's get these people on Zoom calls. If my six-year-old niece can do it, I think we can do it. I think it. we can figure it out. That's right, Gil. <laughs> um, so we've had a great show. It's, we're running a little bit late tonight, so we're going to end it real quick. But, uh, guys, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Uh, Kwanzaa. Good, have a fun Festivus. Uh, you know, Kwanzaa, I hope that's good for you. You can break dance and eat chicken. Um, and, uh, of course, have a happy new year. And, folks, we'll see you in, in 2021. Thanks for tuning in this year. Yes. Yes, play that one again. Yes, please. Please. She'd be like, oh, me so horny. Me love you a long time. Yes, that's right, guys. Happy Chinese New Year. And as always, me so horny. And, um, guess any other ridiculous sound effects? Um, we have to ask you more. You can just, no, yeah, you just no more. there is. No, there is. Hold on. Okay. Just rally. <laughs> We'll have to get Peyton Sinclair on for the end of the, oh. end of the show, actually. Oh! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> this has been two years in a row without Peyton Sinclair at the end, right? Because last yes. year you guys were sick. Yes, that's right. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's oh my right. god, that was you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good scream. Get a sound effect. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe we've played some of these in a while. What about the, what about the gong? You have the Yeah, the gong. <laughs> you can get one of the sound effects. I know, because I get distracted. I get distracted in the interviews. That's what happens. Uh, oh, wait, I got this Oh, one. my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> I have this one. <laughs> uh... It's funny because I usually get these played after something I say. Wait. Hell no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no, hell to the no, to the no, no, no. We haven't had a gross, uh. We haven't had a really gross, um. What's over? Roman word. showers tonight. Oh. No, we true. haven't really had a really gross drinking word it's since, true. uh, in a while, so. All right, folks, we're going to wrap it up. It's getting real late. So anyway, folks, uh, thank you for tuning in this year. You guys have been fucking awesome this year. Everything that's going on. We're going back to 2021. Thanks, Eric for his work. Yeah, of thanks, Eric You're the man. Always. You're the man, Eric Thank you for tuning in all the time and putting your comments in. We, you have with the show more than you know, but you're the man, dude. Uh, thank you, everybody, and we'll see you in 2021. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, motherfucker. Drinking Dirty in Jersey is produced by two crazy drunk assholes. Check them out at drinkingdirtyinjersey.com, on Twitter at DrinkingDirtyNJ, and on Facebook. We will now return to your regularly scheduled, extremely boring programming. Mendez out. This is a warning to all you fucking snowflakes. The last beacon of hope for the politically incorrect is here. So throw down your protest signs and pick up some whiskey or beer. Because we are exactly what your pansy-ass generation needs. With the hottest porn stars, best breweries, best bars, and of course, puppets. We're making getting drunk great again. Tune into Drinking 30 in Jersey with your host, Chris and Cassie Finley. Every Sunday night, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific. Right here on the Demon Seed Radio Network. www.demonseedradio.com.